This week on the BAMCast, an invisible ninja kicking in your head. Who you gonna call? Bad movies. Bustin makes me feel good. <laughs> One star, we're in. All right, we'll go to the BAMCast. Hey, BAMCast. Episode 308. Uh, eight times yeah. eight is nope sixty four. No, 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 no here. None whatsoever. None Nintendo. Yeah, no. So I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And what we do each and every episode of the Bamcast is we go and we watch ourselves a quote unquote bad movie. Sometimes without restrictions. It's great. No seniors. <laughs> <laughs> what we do is we talk about them for the first half. Then we uh-huh. come back and we rate them. Yeah. Good bad movies. Enjoyable bad movies. They get one to five jocks and robot jocks. Oh yeah. But. The bad, bad movies doesn't stay away. They get a negative, negative sliding scale, one to five bags, and some douchebags after Twilight. No, nope. not what we're looking for. Negative. So, yes, um, I don't know why or how we found this movie or how anyone found this movie, but we watched 1984's Ninja Busters. Ninja Busters. Which I guess is... Ninja Busters. Getting some groundswell. It's it has gotten some groundswell. Recently released on Blu-ray. Okay. It was recently discovered. Mm-hmm. Unearthed. Yes. Yeah. There was basically one print left. Yeah. That was in some guy's warehouse, mm-hmm. and a collector bought like 200 canisters of film sight unseen. This was one of them. Hoping to find a lost gem. And well, he did. I think he found the lost gem. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so plot summary. Let, let's do that, because that's what we do. Mm, I want to hear this. Two pals, tired of being losers and constantly rejected by women, decide to change their lives with learning martial arts. Uh, yeah. I'm going to leave it with that. Yeah. Sure. Okay. That's, that's accurate, yeah. I would say. Yeah. 100%. Yep. And <clears throat> one crucial note we'll make. Okay. Directed by the director of Omega Cop. Very important. The Bev Caston. Whatever his name is. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, Paul Kirazi. Yeah. Uh-huh. That, that guy. Paul Omega Cop. Well, well yes. now that you're our own, I guess we should learn your name. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Paul Kirazi. No disrespect intended. No, I just wasn't on the right page, and I didn't have that yeah. knowledge in my head. Now we do. So yeah, uh, Ninja Busters. Ninja Busters. Ninja Busters. You're not going to recognize anyone in this movie. Nope. Except maybe. Yeah, except for uh, Gerald Okamura, mm-hmm. who has been in a billion things, and you will know him as soon as you see him. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And Ernie Reyes Jr. Yeah, if you're super observant <laughs> like me and weird, <laughs> if you're weird right, like e- Harlow, <laughs> eagle eye, eagle ear, Harlow. I was just looking. And yeah. I mean, there was suddenly a kid in the martial arts school, and I was like, that looks like Ernie Reyes Jr. And it was. And it was. (laughs) But otherwise, it's, yeah, people you would not recognize. um, One of the writers is Sid Campbell, who is also one of the stars. So I guess it kind of feels like possibly it was a little bit of a vanity project type thing, uh, similar to a Miami Connection. Yeah. In that way, where it was like, this guy had a dojo and they let them use it. It seems like it's a, like, I'll let you use my dojo and my friends who are ninjas if I can be in the movie and star yeah. in it. Well, he also wrote, but yeah. he also wrote it with somebody else, so... Oh, yeah. Th- yeah, that's right. You're right. Yeah, so who knows? But either way, thank you, Sid Campbell. Yes. It is appreciated. <laughs> yeah. Because, man... <sighs> this movie. Where to start? At the uh, beginning? Yeah, probably I, a good I mean, idea. Yeah. It's, the intro is basically a guy... A, guy doing shadow 
you know, shadow boxing, but with ninja weapons and that sort of thing on the right hand side of the screen. Mm -hmm. The left hand side is the heads of the people in the movie (laughs) standing on a lazy Susan and getting rotated. All while not knowing where to look or what to do while it's Mm -hmm. happening. (laughs) Each one is supremely awkward. Yeah. (laughs) And we don't know any of these people, but it's just like they're all in character while their head spins around on this thing. Yeah. And, you know, it's listing the cast and we're like, yeah, okay. There's that guy. Anybody, but uh, but all right. this is cool. Yeah. yeah. And, and then uh movie starts. Yeah, the movie starts and you've got a mob boss. Mm-hmm. Um he's in kind of like the whole like Japanese garden type thing. Santos. With, yeah, Santos. Meeting with a lady. And the gist of it is he wants to rent some ninjas. He needs them short term. Yeah. He's like, a, well, ninjas depreciate horribly, right? right. Yes, I don't know yeah, if you, you want to lease the ninjas as soon as, as, soon as you take a ninja take off the lot, lot. Yeah, like 75% of the value is just gone, right? Yeah. So, you know, short term so, ninjas, yeah. So, but yeah, she's willing to rent out her ninjas for a while, yeah, rentjas. <laughs> and so, this to Broadway. kind of sets up, <laughs> this sets up something that's going to show up way later in the movie, super later, way later, <laughs> but. You know, this is a couple minute scene, and then we're introduced to our two heroes, mm-hmm. who are Chick and Bernie. Yeah, Chick and Bernie. Yep. Not who, when you see them, they don't. That's fit my favorite the name dish. Chick and Bernie. It's my favorite no. dish at Applebee's. Is Chick Chicken and Bernie. Oh, you get some Chick and Bernie, <laughs> but you can only get it in Vermont. Oh, oh, I get it. Mm-hmm. Kill the burn. Yeah. <laughs> no politics. Oh, that's just a, a no recent, politics. That's a recent event. He's yep. from Vermont. Yeah. No politics. Right. All right. But uh, they are just <laughs> they are just goofing around at this work. Like they're working a warehouse, moving stuff, but they're not even like moving anything. Like, no, they're just jamming to a beatbox and yeah, pushing and, each other and around. Bernie's laying on a dolly yeah, while, mm-hmm. while Chick's pushing him around. Yeah. And they sit down and they have lunch with an old man who's just bitching about his peanut butter and jelly sandwich. He's like, <laughs> I'm so sick of peanut butter every, and jelly. Every day. Every day. Peanut and like, butter and jelly. <laughs> they're like, well, why don't you tell your wife to pack you something different? He's like, I'm not married. I I make my own lunch. And they're like, it's like womp that, womp. That joke right there sets the tone for this movie perfectly. Yeah. Because that is the kind of shit that you are going to get the entire next, what, hour and a half? Yeah. yeah. So it's 90 minutes. Pretty much. But yeah, you get that joke and you're like, okay. God bless them, by the way, for 90 minutes. Mm-hmm. And it's weird that they don't telegraph it. Like oh, no. it's just it's just old man bitching about his sandwich, you mm-hmm. know, like any character in one of these things would do. And he's just like well, the, you know. they try to take it like to a well, why don't you just be happy you have food and yeah. that you're not starving? And he's like, What? What is that? Some Asian bullshit? Yeah. Like Confucius. <laughs> is that like Mouse tongue? Yeah. yeah, cause let's let's describe <laughs> the two of them first. All right. It's Sid Sid Campbell, who's chick, mm-hmm. is like this gawky, weird looking, like Almost late forties white dude. Yeah, it's it's kind of like if Snyder from One Day at a Time, rest in peace, had like decided to take up kung fu. You know, it'd be this guy. Yeah, he's got like brown hair, Beatles haircut, and he, he looks like my dad from the late seventies. Big which is, bushy mustache. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He looks just, like a lot of people's dads from yeah, the late seventies. Big lanky, uncoordinated fuck. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he just he kind of looks like he should be driving a van without windows that says free candy. Yeah, like, he mm-hmm. just he. He might, he might could have been like Chuck Norris's like stand-in, like not like stunt double, just like in those go, early ones. Go yeah. stand there like and mm-hmm. look like you know bushy hair and a mustache. Yeah, Sid like, uh, Campbell, formerly of Alabama and now of <laughs> uh, Creedence Clearwater Revival. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
And then his buddy, Bernie. Yeah. Moving like Bernie. <laughs> his, uh, and, you know, Bernie looks a lot like uh, YK Kim from uh, from Miami Connection. He does. Yeah. He, he looks fairly similar and fairly similar build. Yeah. But, I mean, he's just, he's a little, uh, he's just, a, he's a little Chinese guy. A little wiry. You know, a little wiry guy. Yeah. But they're, you know, they, they talk to this guy and the, and the old man eventually says, you know, oh, you don't know who you're working for. You work for Santos. And it's kind of, we're not supposed to say anything, but it's kind of an open secret that, you know, he's totally this a is gangster. All, yeah, he's a gangster and this is all a front. You know, he's like any of the boxes that have the dragon logo on them. You don't even know what's in those things. It could be guns, it could be dope. It could be nuclear warheads. It could be anything. <laughs> and they're super interested in this. Oh, yeah. Like they're like they're fucking murder. She wrote <laughs> just like, yeah, tell us more about what's in these boxes. Well, yeah. Well, well he says, well, there could be emeralds and diamonds yeah. in it, you know, and, and they're like, I like emeralds. <laughs> yeah. Immediately Bernie's like, oh, imagine what we could do if we had a bunch of diamonds. Yeah. And it just really just cuts right to them standing over a box mm-hmm. that's marked. Well, get, like, get used to abrupt transitions <laughs> right, in this movie because they're just like, hey, look, it's one of these crates. Mm-hmm. We we should open it, and they're like, "Nah, that'll make us a gangster, just like just like our boss." And he's like, "Well, just look." Yeah, he's like, "What well, if it's snakes? What if it's many snakes? <laughs> it's lots of snakes. <laughs> it's one snake. One snake's all right." Because he's like, "Many snakes, not so much." Yeah, because he's like, "What if there's animals in here? Maybe yep. there's a snake. Yep. Maybe there's lots of snakes." But as happens in all these sorts of movies, the second that they have the crowbar and they're trying to pry it open, Santos is like. Hey, what are you guys doing? <laughs> they're like, uh, nothing. We just dropped the box and wanted to make sure everything was okay. And he's like, what if we drop you? <laughs> See if you're okay. Yeah. And they're like, no. <laughs> yeah, no thank you. I don't think I'd like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that was his actual response. Yeah. <laughs> and and then, they're, they're all kind of stunned by that. We're like, well, you make a good point. You probably yes. wouldn't like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're like, but, well, why should we rearrange your faces? And that's when they start this that happens in the next 15 minutes, a hundred times of don't you know who he is? He was Bruce Lee's first student. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's <was laughs> Bruce Lee's best student. Yeah. yeah. And other guy here. Yeah. He, well, they, they do the, the, do you know who this guy is? Yeah. He's Bruce Lee's best student. And the other guy goes, you know who this guy is? <laughs> this guy taught Bruce Lee. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That one gradually, like, there's mild changes to the student portion, but like his like keeps going down a notch. Like right. he taught virtually everything he knows. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, right, whatever. And over the course of the movie, it goes down and down. Yeah, and right. Down. <laughs> but like, they go back and forth for like a few minutes, and then one of the henchmen's just like, "Fuck this!" <laughs> no, it's like, no, you guys are the biggest bullshitters I've well, they, ever they, they, seen. They basically take the stance like, "What?" Yeah. And they're just like, mm-hmm. "Whatever." And, and like the oldest guy who could look like he could least fight out of the three is just like, one punch "I got this." <laughs> yep, he one punches both of them, right? Yes, yeah, yes, just, yes, dunk, dunk. <laughs> yeah, and that's the end of it. That's yeah. The end of that yeah. scene. Yeah. Just cut to restaurant with them all bruised up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like a one, both on the same side of the face, so it really is like he just double punched them. Yeah, mm-hmm. or, you know. Yeah, they they've changed clothes somehow, but they they've changed their clothes and now they've gone to a restaurant. Because they to, pissed themselves. Well, I, assume, out. <laughs> well, I assume okay. they don't work there anymore at this point. They've probably gone home. It's never made clear. Well, they never work there again. <laughs> okay, they never showed working there okay. again. Yeah, they also never showed the fire. That's like, 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. We need these things to understand continuity of right. what's going no, on. No, we don't. But Basically, they go to the sandwich shops. Yeah. They kind of like waitress comes over and is like, what happened to you? And it's like, oh, we took on 20 guys. We lost. And then like, don't you know who I am? They start the we whole story. We knocked five again. of them out. Yeah. And but... she's like, ooh, five. And, and like, they do the yeah. whole thing. Like, you know, he was Bruce Lee's like top student, you know, not his first student or whatever. And then mm-hmm. like, and then, you know, well, he, he is. He's the one who taught him like the, the tiger yell. Yeah. And, and you know, and she's like, like oh, do it. And, <laughs> and it's, it is. It's like Gomer Pyle does Bruce Lee. And she's like, oh, yeah. And she's like, that's it. Yeah, that's the that's, yell. That's you totally did such it. a good job. Wow. <laughs> You're amazing. And then just like, like suddenly two biker dudes come in and sit at the table right behind them. And like, they're like, not even like butts in the seat. And they're like, hey, can we get service over here? <laughs> oh, yeah. They're total yeah. dicks. Yeah. And she's like, there's only one of me. And he's just like, looks like there's plenty of you to go around or something yeah. mm-hmm. sexual innuendo. Right. I don't know. Which, okay. So like at this point, Chick is like, she digs me. Do you think she'd go out with me? And Bernie's like, yeah, probably. Sure. Everyone thinks we're cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's what like the, the biker nonsense is going on behind him. And at this point, everyone just starts stepping on each other's dialogue. Like right. this is just one master take and they never had time to do it again. Yeah. Essentially what happens is she leaves. She takes their order. There's a whole thing about whether or not they can order a beer. That's not important. Nope. Yeah. But basically they take their order. And for whatever reason, I guess the two guys are looking at the guys that have just come on. The chicken, um, what is it? The uh, Bernie. Bernie. Chicken Bernie. Yeah, Chicken Bernie are like looking at them <laughs> because they're being assholes. Yes. And basically they're like, what are you looking at? And it starts that whole thing. And they yeah. they start some of the worst like insults ever. Like and they're they're convoluted too. That's the that's the great thing about him. Like yeah, well he's like you should be happy because I saved your life. Yeah, and he's like, when did you save it, my it, life? It doesn't he's start like, there, but it, like yeah, it gets there. It gets. He's there. like, I ran over a rat catcher. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then <laughs> the the older you know bearded biker dude like stands up and somehow like rips slash removes his boxer shorts without yeah. like taking his pants off, and throws them at him, and is like you know does this whole like racist Asian thing like dry clean them here or yeah. something. Mm-hmm. And, don't like starch in my undies yeah, yeah. anyway like it basically just starts it, they stand up and they're gonna fight and the, well, of course the store guys or the restaurant guys like don't well, older what? biker stands uh, it, like gets offended to the point where it's fighting time and calls them like yellow turkey fucker <laughs> yellow something. chicken fucking turkey <laughs> fuckers some, or something some weird combination of words that but don't the, go together it's like the, it's the only swear i think in the entire movie yeah it, it pretty it, much is literally and it's just like just some it's random thing with yeah, yeah. but yeah. then it's just like what, it's rumble time what i love about both of these pairs mm-hmm. is it's like how the hell did they end up hanging out together? Well, that was yeah. the thing that you said. You were like, I want to know the origin story of these yeah. people. Like, how, how, did they, Bergen, how did they become yeah. friends? Yeah. Because, but yeah. then the biker dudes, I mean, it's the it's, biker dudes too. It's like an old Santa Claus looking biker guy. And then this 16 year old, yeah, black this 16 year old kid <laughs> I, who yeah, like knows how to break dance yeah. and stuff. Like those two would never be hanging out together. Nope. <laughs> yeah, he's like black or Hispanic or or both. I, yeah, he's, I think he's a combination. The sure. bike, but yeah, the bikes they, must have brought them together. Yeah, I'm just saying like, they're they're, they're so weird and like in age and look and everything, mm-hmm. and it's just like okay, whatever. But yeah. yes, but they start the story again. Again, it's it's devolved down into you know. Don't you know? Don't you know who these people are? Yeah. And and again, it's just it's like a quick cut because they get their asses kicked really fast again. Well, they get kicked in the nuts twice. Well, oh, that's they, right. they yeah. say let's do move number Special one. Special move number one. <laughs> yeah, which is. Involves both of them simultaneously them kicking them in the nuts. <laughs> kicking them in the nuts. And then they, do oh, move. then they do special move number two, which is the same move, yeah. kicking the other yeah. guy in the nuts. I was thinking, like, when they did that, I'm like, oh, that's fucking Omega Cop, you know, because these guys really teed off on the... On, and, and you had not been informed that it was the director of Omega Cop. But yep. they take down Bernie first, uh, and the best way is that they... they 
you know, they do the scene because they end with Ninja Chick Buster. getting number, you know, number two move, which is the same move. Mm-hmm. And he just does the goofiest, like, I've gotten kicked in the nuts face <laughs> ever. Like, mm-hmm. if you were just to tell somebody on Hee Haw, like, you just got kicked in the nuts. But they dramatic zoom onto it. It's just like, yeah. he's like, ooh, cross-eyed thing. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it kind of like freeze frame slash cuts to the next scene. Yeah, they yeah. leave there. Yeah, and they're and they're like faces. They're all makeuped up, like they got their asses handed yeah. to them, and they're just they're walking by, and suddenly, suddenly, a chick breaks off and just is staring through the window of this place. And Bernie's like, "What are you doing, man?" And it's a it's a dojo mm-hmm. because in the eighties you could not walk twenty yards without hitting a dojo. No, they're in the dojo workout district. Uh, <laughs> dojo district, as we find uh, out later. But yeah, and like there, there's it's an all ladies karate class. Mm-hmm. And they are just creeping on this class so horribly. Oh, God. They're just like, God, we got to get in there and look at them. <laughs> and they're like the they're like construction workers or something who are but they're not catcalling, but they just go in and they just walk in and are staring at this class actively doing stuff where like it's not like, oh, they can't see them. No, the class can see exactly what they're doing. And they're, they're just standing, standing right in the doorway there. staring at them. Yeah. It's like any 80s comedy where the nerds walk into the sorority house mm-hmm. and it's just everyone's in lingerie. Except these ladies are just in, you know, karate outfits. Nothing really yeah. amazing going on here. Just ladies working out, doing karate stuff. And they're just like, holy God, <laughs> ladies. Yeah. And, you know, and then the receptionist is like, oh, you know, if you want to participate in the class, you have to sign up. And, mm-hmm. you know, we can't really have you hanging around. And they're like, oh, no, we're fine. No, we're, we're good. And that, and eventually they meet the sensei, mm-hmm. who is a, uh, who is God, uh, guy in every movie, Gerald Oka, Okamura, from Big Trouble in Little China. Right. But yeah, he he's like the sensei, and he's like, "Oh, are you here to learn?" And they're like, "Yeah, yeah, sure, yeah, that that sounds great." Yeah, well, they totally were, I think they actually first were just like, "We're just here to watch." He's like, "No, you don't watch. You yeah. you come here to learn." Yeah. And they they basically reluctantly pledge their life to karate school well, because they essentially do. Because for the next like 45 it's minutes. Kinda, yeah, but it's kind of one of those situations like, oh, we'll get girls if we do this. But yeah, again, it's 80s comedy bullshit yeah. of we got to join this thing to get girls. Mm-hmm. Usually they're escaped cons or some shit like that. Where mm-hmm. It's just like, let's right. put on priest outfits and we'll hit on the nuns because that's the 80s movie. But They'll have none of that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so it's just basically all right. Let's sign up yeah. and do this. And, and there's a lot of like them not paying attention. And there's you know the girls are in the hot tub outside and they're goo goo gaga at them, you know. And so they have to build a roof that covers the hot tub. Well, because chick falls over the banister while ogling the oh, ladies. That's right. yes. <laughs> He's like, look at the lake. Day mm-hmm. goes right over. Yeah. And that's when firmly the establishing like, his goofy yeah. trip over everything. Yeah, and there's another weird point center where, of gravity. <laughs> yeah, and there's a point where Chick goes all Reddit, and he's like, "I heard this is what girls want you to do. They want you to talk dirty to them." So he tells, <laughs> you know, he tells Bernie, he's like, "You try it with that girl. She's really hot, so yeah. she wants to hear it dirty." Yeah, and so he goes into the background. You don't hear what he's saying, but he gets kicked in the nuts. Then <laughs> <laughs> kind of stumbles his way over, you know, grab, yeah. holding his crotch, and, and Chick's just like. We probably shouldn't no. gloss over the fact that there's like there's a good ten to twenty minutes here of them just creeping on every girl yes. in yes. this place, and, basically asking and, all of them out, and basically Making coming incredibly uncomfortable, and basically coming back to like the the the, the senseis of the place. Like there's a, basically like the the main guy, the Gerald dude, and then mm-hmm. there's like an underling guy um, who's like just this Hispanic guy, and he runs yeah. a club. He yeah. has a, he has a he owns club, this place, and he club owns Tropicana, it. and he's also like 
co-sensei or, you know, or, I don't <laughs> well, know. Yeah, because he has this big Lieutenant speech sensei. about he has this big speech to them about how, you know, like, I had to work hard to get where I right. am, and I own a club, but I'm also a karate master, and mm-hmm. if you don't work He's hard, well you don't get anything. Right. Yeah. But yeah. I was just saying, there, there are lots of scenes of, like, them hitting on the ladies and, the, and them continually going, why are we putting up with their shit? Like, right. They're not here mm-hmm. to learn. And and the older sensei guy is like, no, I believe this is going to teach us as much as it is them. We're going to uh, learn patience. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, sensei tells him, like, just get out of here. Go, go run five miles. Just mm-hmm. get out of here. And so they're like, all right. So they put on their track suits and, and go out. But as soon as they step outside, they're like, you want to go get a pizza? Like, yeah, dude, let's get a pizza. Mm-hmm. And movie does the weird edit flip where it's just they walk off and then come back eating mm-hmm. a pizza. Yeah. And they throw it in the trash can right. on the street and then come in and they're like, oh, man, <laughs> Co- just fucking covered yeah. in pizza sauce. Just <laughs> like like the just the sloppiest. Just like what were they <laughs> trying to shove it up their nose? Just like how do you eat? And well, it's been established that Chick is pretty clumsy. A little, so yes. So his pizza eating would probably be <laughs> equally clumsy. Eating it backwards. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> How sense, pizza go in? Yeah, Don't understand. Just, <laughs> he's just like, so you ran five miles, huh? And they're like, yeah, totally did. Yeah. Now, it was. They, we they ran end up for like sure. putting them in the, this punishment situation, <laughs> mm-hmm. which is. Put them in the, in the stocks. It, yeah, it's <laughs> basically like a stockade, but it, instead of like actually, like they're. You know, they're kind of hung to a, a chain or a, like yeah. a rail behind them, but there's pokey things uh-huh. in all the various directions. Yes, pokey they can, things. I mean, there's just spikes like where they could like yeah. if they try to stand up you all the way, they're going to get spiked. You've got to stay there. You know, yeah. It's just like it's this I'm like, really? Someone yeah. designed this? Is this mm-hmm. a real thing? Is it? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. And, you know, Sensei keeps coming by and he's like, you know, really, how far did you run? And they were like five and a half miles. And it was like, all right, maybe four and a half miles. It's just like you're staying in here until yeah. you figure out. And this girl comes up, and Chick tries to get her to give them water, but just she doesn't wants, speak English. He just wants water. Yeah, he's like, I need water. Can you help water? Right. And, and she you know, and she's in starts... speaking in Japanese. I don't understand what you're saying. Yeah. All that. And then he tells he tells Bernie, he's like, why can't you talk? He's like, you talked to her. You grew up in China. He's like, yeah, China. She speaks Japanese. <laughs> He's, he's, and, then, and then he gets in the he says the dumbest single, joke ever single dumbest thing I think a human dumbest. has ever said he goes it's a good thing you didn't grow up in Japan it's a good thing you weren't born in Japan born in Japan he goes why because you because you wouldn't have understood your parents <laughs> so stupid it's like what <laughs> but I love that Bernie has the same reaction we're having right now where he's like what? <laughs> yeah, that's why you want their origin story. Like, why are they yeah. hanging out together? <laughs> They're no good for each other. They're both How does idiots. Chick have any friends? Yeah, I know. He's horrible. <laughs> He's not a good... Bernie's all right. Bernie, like, it seems to be the guy who gets sucked into Chick's idiocy. Bernie's easily led around. Yeah. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. He was probably just hanging out in the bus station. Chick wandered by. <laughs> yeah. He was like, hey, you got a sandwich? <laughs> yeah. You want to creep on chicks? <laughs> I'm going to come with you. We can go work in a warehouse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So it's the American dream. Yeah. Yeah. Eventually at this point, some, something happens and they decide, Hey, maybe we should just focus on actually doing this karate thing. Cause it's kind of cool. And yeah, we should, we should karate yeah. it up. Yeah. They, they've been yeah. shit on long enough. They got nowhere else to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And I guess, I guess chick kind of has this red, this, it clicks with him that, Hey, everything I'm doing is a bad idea and it's not working. He does kind of have this moment of self-realization, like, I'm a terrible person. Yeah, I'm horrible. <laughs> Everyone hates me. 
And Bernie's like, yeah. no, that's not... Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's not entirely true. Don't be that hard on yourself. Let, let's just do karate stuff. <laughs> so, yeah, so we get a montage of them, you know, learning how to dodge the, the little ball with the spikes. Yeah, the little styrofoam ball with the spikes yeah. on it. <laughs> Learn to dodge that. The Al-Qaeda monkey bar thing. A montage. <laughs> yeah. and, and, you know, they've started with white belts, and then you saw them with yellows earlier, and then they're putting on teal ones. Mm-hmm. So you can see that they're advancing. It's pretty good when they first get them, too, because they had no idea how to tie them. Yeah. <laughs> Just putting on their outfits in the dumbest way. Yeah, it's Like, oh, we're here to karate, dirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so so it's a montage. So mm-hmm. time has passed. Mm-hmm. And their belts have, have gone darker. So we know that they've progressed. Yes. And at this point, the biker pair, old man and, you know, fat man and little boy show up. And... <laughs> Jake and the fat man. Yeah, and they just and you know and they walk in and they start talking shit to everybody. Just like just they just walk into roll a up into a dojo and like you're stupid. You look <laughs> yeah. your your face is funny. You Couldn't got a short to leg. The ballet. Yeah, we thought we'd come man's... here for free show. Oh. <laughs> and then they like they realize, oh hey, look, it's Bruce Lee's buddy and yeah. his trainer. And Sid's <laughs> like chicks like. Uh, well, I just I just taught Bruce Lee how to play chess. He didn't yeah. know how to play chess before. Because <laughs> yeah, the sensei, sensei is like, like, oh, you taught Bruce really? Lee, huh? <laughs> yeah, oh, chess, yeah. He came mm. saw me in Oakland, and I taught him how to play chess. Yeah. But what is the younger biker's name? Did we ever... Because the problem with this is IMDb doesn't list credits, like yeah, doesn't list right. names on their credits, so we don't... We're having trouble <sighs> remembering who everyone was in the movie. But... Yeah, it... it uh... Names feel like they're, they're so inconsequential in this. It's hard to say. Yeah, but Biker Kid. <laughs> biker Kid. Let's right. just call him Biker Kid. Biker Kid. All right. And it, like he he suddenly realizes, hey, it's Bernie. He's like, yeah, man, I'll beat your ass again. And Bernie's like, no, I could I could probably take you now. Mm-hmm. He's like, no, I'm the best. I'll fight you right now. Yeah. And Sensei's having none of that. Yeah, Sensei's like, you get your black belt. I'll let you two fight. Both of you get your black belts. Mm-hmm. Then you can face each other. And they're like... That'll take three years. He's like, I know. Mm-hmm. And then so uh, the older bikers like, well, fuck this. Yeah, I'm I'm sick of waiting around. Yeah. And then he gets into a fight with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the sensei just works them. Yeah. And like, just like that guy dodges like, everything. I'll see you. <laughs> yeah. Biker kids doing like jump kicks and stuff. And he's just having none of it. Tossing them on the ground. Yeah. And then the old guy's like, all right, I'm going to use those ballet tickets now. So, yeah. <laughs> leaves. Yeah. And the kid's like, I'm here. And the other kid's like, I'm going to get my black belt just so I can kick your ass, Bernie. Yep. So, Keep proceed. in mind, <laughs> he said mind. it will take three years. Yeah. <laughs> so, cue up a montage of them, everyone learning how to use weapons and get awesome at Kung Fu. Mm-hmm. Montage yeah, they do. Number two. Yes. It's yeah. just montage. Is it only it the second montage at this point? It feels I, like there's so many montages in this yeah. movie. Actual montage happening. Yeah, this was mm-hmm. like proper. They're learning stuff now. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're just all the specialists have come in to teach them their individual. Like this is a pointed stick. Here's what you do with a pointed <laughs> stick. Here's a little meat hooky thing. Do something yeah. with that. Every like every just bushy haired big mustache weird awkward looking dude has shown up to mm-hmm. teach whatever their weird dumb specialty is. Yeah, so it must be like all of the like. Their karate friends yeah, yeah. from real life. Just be like, you want to be in a movie? Yes, I do. Like, yeah. <laughs> Just show us some cool shit, man. Get out there. Yeah. Wow. But uh, eventually, there's a point where the montage slows down, and mm. the sensei brings chicken, and he's like, 
we have a new student. I want you to teach her the teach. Well, I want you to teach this student the basics. Yeah. And he's like, well, I already know the basics. I want to learn mm. all the cool shit. Yeah. People are like doing the freaking <laughs> knife on a chain and nunchucks and you blindfolded know, tennis yeah. ball smackers. And like that yeah, big staff a... with the sword on the end of it and yeah. shit. There's like, you know, a gauntlet thing you have to run with like a swinging uh, yeah. spiky, balls. spiky balls. Yeah. Styrofoam spiky ball. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I want to do that shit. And he's like, no, you must know the basics and you must be able to teach them. And yeah, then if you, you can, can teach them. Then that proves that you know them. Mm-hmm. He's like, all right. Yeah. And he's whatever. like, no. Uh, fine and then bring in Kathy yeah where he's suddenly like boing all right <laughs> I will teach her everything about the basics <laughs> well sensei's basically thinking like well you've ruined your chances with everyone already here <laughs> <Yeah>. so <laughs> you're someone who doesn't know you're a fucking buffoon yep <laughs> go easy yep. on her cut to another <laughs> montage <laughs> of them getting even better at everything yep and and by this point, you know, they're doing, you know, flip kicks and just crazy. Oh, yeah. They're all, it, you know, they're. It was impressive to me at the beginning of this movie because these two people seemed like they didn't know shit. They were the most yeah, uncoordinated they, jerks I've ever seen in a karate sold movie. not knowing how to do anything yeah. really well. It's it for being karate masters, right. the pair of them. But like the one thing about these montages that they keep doing is that the the. Uh, Bernie and the biker kid keep giving each other these glaring looks as the mm. training is going on. Again, keep in mind, three years. <laughs> this, yeah. A long ass time. This grudge is mm-hmm. <laughs> staying intact. Yeah. And at this point, you know, uh, he's uh, Bernie has become friendly with one of the girls in the dojo. Mm-hmm. And so he kind of has a girlfriend now. Yeah. Sort of. And there's a whole scene where they're messing around up in the. Oh god! <laughs> like he has to stay behind and clean up the dojo. He has to put the weapons away, yeah. which <laughs> is weird because, like, as class dis- is dismissed, everyone is filing out of the dojo with giant weapons. Mm-hmm. Like they're taking them home. Yeah, like walking to their cars with fucking swords and shit. It was their homework. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> what you never had homework? <laughs> I mean, Bernie is standing there while just this like clown car of people are filing out of the back of this do- dojo with just every weapon imaginable. Mm-hmm. And then he finally just goes in and starts putting weapons away. And she walks in like, Hey, <laughs> what's going on? And just putting weapons away. That's, mm-hmm. that's neat. Yeah. Uh, oh, I have a cramp. I need oh, you to help. I, me massage well, oh, that. she's in there. Yeah. She was already she's, in there. Yeah. She was going to go out to dinner with Kathy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And stay. She was like, hold on, Kathy, before we go across the street to get dinner, I need to go stretch. So mm-hmm. she goes back into the dojo and is just stretching weirdly. And that's when Bernie comes in and is like, say, check you out. And then, mm-hmm. you know, it's like she gets a cramp and, you know, everything's being massaged. And <laughs> Kathy comes in and sees this. And she's like, oh, <laughs> how dare you? Mm-hmm. We had plans. We were going to yeah. go across the street. Yeah. And she had just shot down Chick, who's like, hey, would you want to do something tonight? Right. She's like, nope. Nope. Sorry, got plans. Yeah, but she comes back out and mm-hmm. Chick's like, well, I'm going to go help Bernie. And she's like, no, you yeah, don't want to yeah, go yeah, in there. Don't help <laughs> he's, he's doing all right. <laughs> and mm-hmm. then the sensei comes up. He's like, I'm going to go check on Bernie. And she's like, you really don't want to go in there. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I do. I totally need to go in there. I'm going in there now. Mm-hmm. And walks in and it's just like they're making the weird sex noises. But well, yeah, she's like, oh, that feels good right there. Yeah. And, and it's just his horrified face. And then just cut to him still massaging yeah. her leg. Yeah. And he says something like, oh, good one. 
Yeah, smart move. Yeah, good, good thinking. No, I, was, I, I think I, I, yeah. I good, fast. Good thing like, they call me fast Bernie. Fast Bernie is like, well, I hope that hope that doesn't apply to all things. <laughs> womp womp. And he's like. Yeah. And so he goes in for the kiss again. Yeah. And then about three seconds later, they just get hit with a bucket of water. And it's the sensei who's like, oh, quit that shit. Not in the dojo. Not that off. Yeah. But then they're black belts now. Yeah. They've advanced to the point where they're black belts. It's the ceremony for black belts. And then immediately it's like, well, it's been a long three years. (laughs) Now you two can fight. I love fight. I love the way he presents it, too, is he's like, I don't approve of it, right? But three years ago, I promised you could. So <laughs> have at it, <laughs> fight. And so they go outside and take their shirts off, and it's mm-hmm. like fight time. And about forty-five seconds into it, they are the winded s motherfuckers. Right. Well, they're just <laughs> because every time he told them to run five miles, they just went and got pizza. Right? Yeah. So, so they've been like fucking uh, around for three and a half years. No endurance whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, they knew how to do all the moves real yeah. in small bursts, but. It's, so, a, it's a decent enough fight. It's an okay fight. It's about at three-quarter speed. It, mm-hmm. They're not really like... They, all the fights in this movie aren't like... There's Full contact is not happening, and mm-hmm. no one's moving super fast or anything. It's yeah. it's all like, okay, these guys have moves, but it's very choreographed. and yeah. So the, the fights are not this movie's strong point. Mm-hmm. Okay. It has plenty of other strong points. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's Though not I, a problem. I will say, like, despite the fights not being great, there's still some really good... Oh, sure. Spots in these. No, it's not terrible, but there are moments where it's like, okay, that guy didn't know a lot. They were just like, we have to get him up to speed as soon as possible Mm to, you know, look okay. But eventually they get to a point where they're both punching at each other and they freeze frame it. Yeah. And then violently cut to them. It's weird. Yeah. Violently cut to them sitting across the table from each other at the the sandwich shop. Yeah. Or yeah, it's the sandwich shop eating popcorn out of a bowl. (laughs) Yeah. In the middle of oh, and they're the same eating a popcorn bowl while they're trying they're attempting to share a popcorn bowl. Yeah. Right. They're tra- attempting to forcefully share a popcorn bowl. <laughs> like here, have some popcorn. You have some popcorn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All while doing like the predator high five thing over the bowl of popcorn. Mm. It's they're friends well, well, now, but it's because the same waitress comes over and it's like, who won? And they're like, he did. They yeah. both simultaneously uh, do that. You know, like in most movies, the, the movie would end <laughs> right there. Yeah. But they're friends now. Yeah, it's all over. You in ITY. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and uh meanwhile chick is is there with uh with kathy mm-hmm. at another table and he's like it's good to see them getting along yeah and all that and then he's like so uh well he says that he's like look we've known each other a long time yeah. right you know yeah. we, we've hung out a lot I, i'd say we kind of like each other mm-hmm. he's three like, years they yeah. three years they've been <laughs> hanging out this guy has been slow playing the shit out of this <laughs> yeah. and then basically she's like look <laughs> yeah Listen. Yes, <laughs> but the problem is, you're kind of a jerk. Yeah. No, she, she says she straight says, up calls him a yeah, jerk. Yeah, not kind of a the jerk. The problem is, you're a jerk. You're a jerk. <laughs> yeah. And now, unfortunately, like, and you're a clumsy yeah. shithead. I was going to say, unfortunately, her version of jerk is basically that he's super clumsy yeah. and, and stupid. Well, now, I think I it's in addition to him being a clumsy. Dork. We hope so. I hope. But, but her only conditions from then on are like, don't fall over anything. He's like, yeah, whenever no, you get remotely excited, you trip over something, this, that. You know, I'd invite you to meet my parents, but you trip into the soup. Yeah, you like, f- trip and fall into the soup. <laughs> she's only like letting him go home with her one night, it sounds like. She's well, like, she's, she's like, like, we, everybody's having a good time. Yeah. Let's gonna, get a little, let's get freaky, but yeah. don't. She's like, I'm going to invite you over. Don't fucking trip over anything. Don't trip over me. Don't trip over anything in my house. You fucking jerk. Just don't. <laughs> yeah. 
don't fall over anything. Did. The the first time she agreed to go out with him, he immediately fell into the into the spa. Yes. <laughs> the Japanese hot tub. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So but so she invites him over. Apparently they're a thing now because Yeah, the, uh, it's established. They've partnered yeah, up. There's they're more, all that's the way it goes. Yeah. Um, and finally, Santos. Yeah, that guy. Remember that oh, yeah. guy? Yeah, he was in the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Remember how he called them about getting renting some ninjas? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It's finally time it's to on. rent some ninjas. Oh, he had a long-standing he, standing rental agreement, I guess. Yeah, because yeah. he's he's making a deal with... He's rent uh, to own ninjas. With, <laughs> oh. I would call these guys Black Panthers, but they're more like... Black, black cheetahs? Yeah, black <laughs> cheetah spots. Yeah. Because they're these guys wearing like cheetah pajamas. Mm-hmm. It's the only she way jamas. you can describe, describe yeah. them. Pajitas. And they're like, all right, we're, we got a deal, right? We need the guns. You got us. Yeah. Give them to us. And, and Santos so, is like, yeah, sure, whatever. I'll yeah. get you the guns. And yeah, he's like, cash only. You know this. And they're yeah. like, yeah, yeah, man. All our, all, ever, all our people deal in cash. We're good. Mm-hmm. And immediately he turns to his other underling who was the guy who had beat the hell out of them in the very beginning of the movie mm-hmm. and he's Three like years yeah earlier. and he's like yeah they're gonna double cross you you know he's like yeah i know that's i got this covered yeah ninjas yeah don't worry about this yeah, like, i'm Whoa. gonna i got one phone call to make and he just calls the the ninja lady yeah the, the ninja <laughs> the rental ninja lady wrangler he also has yeah, an unimportant scheme of the he's going to get some guy he doesn't really like to pose as him yeah he's, he's gonna like pretend yeah, to be I'm, the driver this what's gonna happen motherfucker is who's working for me <laughs> whoever's in charge is gonna get shot first because yeah. these are shady motherfuckers right. mm-hmm. so this chump that i don't like <laughs> yeah this cigar chomping douchebag He's yep. going to play the part of me, I'll be the and he's going to get driver. murdered. Yeah. He pretty much blows that almost immediately because... He does. I mean, they, they go to have this meetup, and of course, it's like, here are the guns. Great. Exactly what we asked for. But well, well, before not- this... Wait, oh, yeah. We are- <laughs> before this, it's been, uh, it's been Chick, Bernie, and Biker Kid mm-hmm. walking down the street, and they see some dudes breakdancing. Yep. Oh, right, right. Which, these dudes are good. <laughs> Biker kid's good because he, he gets down and he, you know, he's doing the the backspin and mm-hmm. all, all this, all the cool stuff that you would expect someone break. He's got to do. the by the numbers break dancing yeah. down. And then Chick decides he's going to do some moves too. I don't. He's which, having if some you sort can of imagine seizure. an old white guy in 1984 just like stepping on the cardboard and trying to do what he thinks is break dancing. He he all he, he does, doesn't even do like the robot. Like like if no. you can do the robot, you're all right because all you have to do is move that herky-jerky weird way he just kind of bends down that's just how i move and just starts shaking his hands around like an idiot and they're just like yeah that's what he's doing all right yeah (laughs) bernie's just wandered away like bernie has continued walking because he's like no i i don't break dance that's not my thing (laughs) chick's embarrassing me but that's when he sees santos making a deal a drug deal right in the middle of the street he's like he's like oh he's still peddling his filth on our streets (laughs) we have to do something yeah and he's like chick come here yeah Get so, to the Datsun 710. Yeah. So, and, and, and as somebody, when we were watching, said, oh, what? So now suddenly they fight crime? Yes. Because, because they just immediately follow them and they're like, let's see what's going to happen. Yeah. And they follow them out to the junkyard in the desert. Wait, well, was their motive to fight crime or simply to solve what see, was in the box that they've been wondering for three years? No, what I was think inside that, those boxes? I, I, this was no, because he says, like, can you believe it? They're dealing drugs right there on the street. Come on, let's go. It, it wasn't it. This was now we have karate skills. Let's go fight crime. OK, <laughs> so and then they would sneak in and get in the boxes. Sure. Find out if there were snakes in it or not. Yes. Or, lo- or lots of snakes. Lots of yeah, snakes. Many snakes. <laughs> many snake. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, so they fall them out in the middle of the desert and 
they basically it's an arms deal where mm-hmm. where the the cheetah panthers or the, <laughs> the black cheetahs are like all right we, we need the guns yeah give and, us the guns yeah and guy who's not santos is like well yeah here's the guns mm-hmm. ammo's separate you got to show us some money and then they get into a whole rhetoric of, oh well, your money will be no good when we've when right. we've taken over the streets. Once and- the revolution happens, mm-hmm. your money will be worthless. Therefore, we're not going to pay you for these guns. And guys, like, no, you're going to pay us yeah, for the guns. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you don't understand the the whole yeah. exchange part. And then Black Cheetah head guy just sort of you know snaps his fingers, and the rest of the Black Cheetah posse just pops out from behind mm-hmm. everything. Like, mm-hmm. ha we also had guns this whole time. Yeah. Uh-huh. Meanwhile, Bernie and Chick are watching like from the cab of a of a wreck. Yeah, they're just in some wrecked mm-hmm. car yeah. watching all this. But and... all of a sudden, a ninja <laughs> runs over the top of their car, runs yeah. down the the hood, and suddenly all the ninjas spring out. Mm-hmm. And so it's suddenly a giant ninjas versus black cheetahs fight scene. Fight scene. Yes. And this is when we learn that the ninjas are fucking terrible. <laughs> yeah. They're Man, bad ninjas. I really hope he got a deal on these ninjas. They should yeah. have been. He's, he must have had a coupon because the, the yeah, reason he, this movie is called Ninja Busters <laughs> is not because anybody busts ninjas. I mean, there is there is plenty of ninja busting, yep. but these ninjas is busted. <laughs> no. They are shitty ninjas. Yeah, they're, they're shinjas. They're ninja bronies. Ninja yeah. bronies. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there it is. They're like the the Groupon ninjas. You know? yeah. like, Discount yeah. ninjas are us. It's like yeah, we just you, opened our like ninja the, store. Yeah, like the really. men's warehouse of ninjas. Buy one ninja, get thirty free. Yeah. They were really. They, they were like expiring soon. Yeah. The, the ninjas. They're these like, ninjas are way yeah. past their. They're sour. <laughs> these ninjas sour are gone. Ninjas. They're these, off. Are, these are day old ninjas. <laughs> smell this ninja. The smell all right to you. <laughs> But man, they'll like, still work, but uh, like they're just popping out it from behind cars and stuff. And like one of the black guys is just running down a straightaway, just like footballing his way past the ninjas in uh-huh. kind of a comical way. It's uh, these ninjas are bad. Yeah, they're not good at killing many people. But every once in a while, they'll just run up and get like a, a black cheetah guy and be like, snap. Yeah. <laughs> snap his neck. Right. But then the rest of the time, they're just slipping on banana peels. They're terrible. But there is one part where he throws a star in the guy's thigh and the guy like goes, ah, and as he bends down to kind of grab at the star, he, he jump, jump kicks this dude right in the face. Yeah. So there's one good move. One of the, that one ninja was like the, yeah, he was the one, he was the one you bought. Right. And then you got the other 30. Yes. But, but otherwise it's, it's just a lot of like clumsy fighting, yeah. and then you know the two of them try to run away. Yeah, they, Bernie they and run Chick back try to, to run car. away, but they get in a fight and they get to toss some ninjas around, so we can see that hey, yes, they are black belts and they have skills. Briefly, they don't they don't participate in this fight very long. Yeah, they make yeah, it back to their car because they're just trying to get away. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say they fight for a little bit, and then they're kind of like, uh, we gotta go. Yeah, run. This is this is serious. Santos has ninjas. <laughs> We're gonna have to do something about this. No, I, and so Chick is like, hey, I knew this guy in Vietnam. We should go see him and recruit yeah. him to help us. Man. Yeah, because they're walking to this guy's house and they're and they're just like they're just like, man, this isn't over. Like they were gonna follow us, you know, which is yeah. exactly what Santos has said. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, he's like, yeah, I knew this guy back in Nam. Yeah, he was like well, the quickest on the draw. Like he's gonna- yeah, because they're like, we need someone with guns. We can't handle this. We need mm-hmm. guns. And they're like, I know a guy. I knew him in Vietnam. Let's go see him. He's the fastest gun in the world, right? Mm-hmm. And so they just go into this dude's house. 
He's like, hey, remember they, me from Vietnam? Well, he's, but he's, <laughs> he's curling like 75 pounds or something like that. Dude, he is sick. swole. He's fucking jacked. Like, this yeah. guy has just done nothing since Vietnam but hang out in his house and do reps. <laughs> he's just... He's just... The thickest guy, and that's all he's doing is standing there, surrounded by posters of Vietnam, just doing reps. <laughs> and it's just like, yeah, I remember you from Vietnam. <laughs> Why are you in my house? But he's like, he just lets the guys. Oh yeah, come in, come yeah. on in. But he's also like, he wants to tell everybody how awesome he was. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. And he, he becomes his one man hype thing. He's oh, basically yeah. like, hey, do you think you can handle it? And like, he grabs uh, Bernie, who's. You know, he doesn't know him, so he's like, he does a couple of things of like, oh, you, you know, you don't know what hell was because you weren't in the knob and yeah. all this stuff. And then Were he you just, in Vietnam. I love how he says he's like, yeah, I went in, like, I had three tours, and I was the only one that came out alive. <laughs> yeah. it, I took but, a lot of good men and do a lot of missions. <laughs> Usually, I was the only one that came yeah, back because yeah. like, I wow, wanted to live. You were a terrible leader. <laughs> yeah. But he just goes on this whole. I mean, like, it's several minutes of just like, you know, before people. The problem is, like, people think. Like I've, I'm drawing guns, and it's as soon as I draw, I've already made the decision to shoot. Whereas most people draw and they blink and they try to they think about what they're going to do. And he's like, I've already done it, and they're yeah. dead. I mean, and, this this whole scene is establishing the fuck out of this guy. This guy you're is the, ready for this guy to murder yes, people to like death. He's, like he's going to go to the closet and pull out the biggest muck, fucking machine gun you've ever seen, and mm-hmm. he's just going to join their army and fucking murder ninjas. Mm-hmm. That's what yeah. this whole scene is about. And it's like five minutes, five honest minutes. It's of, the hypiest hype scene for a dude. And yet. this dude looks like he looks like a badass. Because yes. like I said, he's jacked and he's got like the, you know, little skinny headband. Looks mm-hmm. like he's fucking ready to murder some dudes. Yep. And, and then, then <laughs> <laughs> enter stage right. <laughs> just out of the kitchen. Yep. A ninja just runs in and just slices that guy <laughs> and he just yep. collapses to the ground and, and it's, it's not chicken like a, bernie are like fuck it we're out it's not a convincing slice but they go running out of the house we all lose it and we're like did what just happen yeah. did, did what we think happened the, really just happened it was one of the few times i demanded you rewind it because he we just, didn't hear but they came out but they were like i just, thought you said he was fast and he's like you want to see fast <laughs> run run <laughs> He yeah. got just fucking wrecked. He's and dead. Immediately. <laughs> a ninja he's jumps first out. time a ninja shows up, the first nanosecond a ninja shows up, he's like, Ugh, and he backs up. And just fucking gone. Yeah. Just waste I, this dude. I know how he, immediately. I know why they didn't see him. He was in the kitchen. He was a ninja blender. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously that thing slices and dices like nothing else. Yeah. Uh, My God! I, I yeah, but they're leaving. And I stood I just, and applauded. Just for yeah. the record, I stood up yeah. out of the beanbag, which I, <laughs> I just normally my, lay my gracious form. My brain upon. could not comprehend what had just happened. No, we were I, all I, just I, shouting "what" over and over again. <laughs> I, there were tears coming yeah. out of my eyes. I was laughing so hard. And I just love that when they run out, they're just like, "Well." That's not going to work. <laughs> Bad idea. <laughs> what do we do now? <laughs> Go back to the dojo, and so. Okay, so at this point, like the sensei's in the dojo just laying or he's oh my back and and uh Bernie's girlfriend is in there and she's like, Oh, you want me to walk on your back for you? And he's like, Yes, please. I was really expecting this to get weird. And I'm I'm glad <laughs> it, it didn't. did get weird in a it, different way. It got it got it got, odd. It got good weird. It yeah. didn't get weird. Because she's like walking on him and he's like, Oh, it's like my wife used to do, and she's like, Oh, where's your wife now? And oh, I shouldn't ask that. Sorry. <laughs> this is his movie padding. <laughs> Because oh, yes, <laughs> because he just tells the story in a nutshell. He, 
his wife was addicted to or you know just loved the Tokyo night scene 80s party girl in, in and Tokyo he was like no, party girl. I'm all about training <laughs> and then he has a flashback to her and their last time meeting where they're in the worst fake snow of all time yeah, yes like I, I mean melting potato flakes just hanging it, all over it's basically them. like you know pre you know, liquid paper mache is just falling yep. on their head um, <laughs> and they basically say the exact same thing yeah she's like my heart is in Tokyo right yeah. he's, and he's like, like my I'm, heart is in the dojo yeah, he's like I'm an 80s girl and you're like from 200 years ago right. you're all about honor and samurais and all that and yeah. whatever and he's like well all right i'm going no, to San Francisco. I guess, yeah and then it just cuts back and that's the end of that yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah fuck all that so that happens so she's still walking on his back they run in and well, they, they, they kind of yell from off screen because she goes like running to the window of like hey you're back what's up oh right yeah and that's when it gets weird because <laughs> she's at the window talking to them Sensei dude is still laid out on the floor, just like, you know, like, why, why is no one walking on my back? A ninja enters the scene and just starts walking on his back for him. Yep. And that's it. <laughs> that's it. And so and she's talking to them out the door. And they're she like, starts to turn around. The ninja just runs back into the corner yeah. of the room. And then she, and she resumes her walking on the back. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and now I was, I personally was expecting that, like. When he stood up, the ninja had applied some sort of like yeah, yeah back walking, poison. you know, <laughs> yes. foot punch thing. Yeah. Yes, the foot fist the, way, the spine the seven, <laughs> yeah. the seven foot standing back yeah. death. Yeah. But no, <laughs> nothing. It just continued. No, the ninja they all just they, they all kind of gather now, and they're like, "Wow, we saw ninjas," and like everyone else is like. Dude, you imagine seeing some ninjas. Yeah, come on. And There's like, no such thing as ninjas, like, no, dude. No, <laughs> you, you may not believe me, but we saw ninjas. And that's when the um, sensei dude is just like, hold on a second. And grabs like, I don't even know what you call them. Like those, it's a tonfa. Tonfa? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's like the little like, mini scythe thing, yeah. Well, it's no, it's the, the nightstick. Like the, oh, okay. Like I thought, the I thought it was a little but mini scythe blade thing, whatever. But he, he basically just takes this, throws it in the corner, and you just see ninja go, ah, and like fall out of the shadow <laughs> in the corner. And they're like, eh, I believe Chick, rightfully so, goes, Meet my imagination. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Yeah. <laughs> Told you. Ninjas. Yeah, and then yeah. they fight ninjas and in the dojo. The rest of the shadow ninjas come mm-hmm. out. Yep. And it's just it's just yep. insanity for a few minutes. It's a and, dojo mm-hmm. brook? Yeah. yeah. Yes. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Don and Ninja Brook. Yeah, Ninja Brook. Yeah. And then go. the ninjas there run away. In this movie. Yeah. And they're like, we gotta go somewhere and regroup. What are we gonna do? We we got to go somewhere where we can plan. Yeah. It's always like they're doing fairly well, but apparently they get just outnumbered enough. They're like, all right, time to run. Yeah, because that's what they do. Yeah, yeah. And so like, well, let's go to let's go to the Tropicana Club. We'll hang out there. It's the Copacabana. Yeah, and everyone's like, okay, cool. Except for Sensei, who's like, I got to warm up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're like, I'll I meet you there. You, you guys to, like, all go. gear up for this. He, this is, he, oh, that's right. They finished off the ninjas here. They were just like, we can't stay here. Yeah, yeah. That's what yes. it was. Because more right. will come. Yeah, that's and right. Kathy shows up. And she's like. Uh, what's going on? Yes, guys? in her 18th century shirt, yeah. <laughs> her pirate puffy shirt, fresh <laughs> off of the set of Little House on the Prairie. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're like, we got to get the women folk yeah. out of here. Yep. So he's like, all right, get to the club. Yeah. I'll meet you there. I got to warm up. And he does his. I I I don't even know how to describe it. But Takes it his is. shirt off, dunks a bucket into the hot tub, dumps it on his head, and is just making the best. Just I'm angry noises. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, he is warming up something He's fierce. Getting like, into it, like okay, guy, you're gonna fucking murder somebody, and that's gonna be pretty good. Yeah. Meanwhile, uh, they all get to the club and they just take a seat, and they're just kind of hanging out, have and some like, drinks, enjoying the show. Yeah, they're like, wonder when Sensei's gonna show up. <laughs> I don't know, but I, at this point, the bouncer for the club comes in. 
And he's like, oh man, I never see you guys all together. What's going on? They're like, ah, uh, you know, we, we had some issues, you know, so ninjas. Just, you know, and, blowing off some steam, yeah. hanging out. Yeah, and they don't really want to say, hey, yeah, you know, we're on the run from ninjas. Yeah. Right. No, but, you don't want to say that. <laughs> but he just goes into the story of like how... Like this one guy came in and tried to start. He's like, don't worry, you guys are safe here. His first part of his story was like, he basically describes the job of a bouncer Mm -hmm. because he goes, yeah, one time, man, I was here and somebody started some trouble. And so I threw him out and also kind of kicked his butt a little bit. Yeah. And it's like, how about that? They're like, yeah, you just described exactly what a bouncer does. That's what a bouncer does. Um, And but they're like, oh, so that's why no one causes trouble. He's like, well, no, sometimes (laughs) I think about uh, threatening to shoot somebody and so the threat basically stops people from causing I, he's, he's also not, a little drunk yeah, and hanging yeah. on them like yeah let me tell you something leave. well he, he will not leave this but, other he looks time. like hispanic john travolta if like john travolta now though yes yeah <laughs> yes no, kind not, of a not bloated, back then yeah bloated john travolta yeah. john travolta who's been in the pool too long <laughs> yeah. yeah but pretty much so yeah he's just hanging in there and eventually they're like yeah cool i guess yeah. that's why nobody messes with this club yeah. all right thanks guys cool. See Sorry, bro. got it you're willing to shoot people in the balls go back yep. to your spooky corner <laughs> over mm-hmm. there please now <laughs> and then the ninjas cut the power well, yeah. the ninjas start to cut the power and then they like uh you know Strangle a dude in the dark. They strangled a security guard. Security guard. Well, not that guy. The ladies bathroom. Another guy. Yeah. yeah. Oh right. Yeah. Okay. Not that guy. Mm-hmm. The, the, the not our, not guy. Our, comes yeah. Back. yeah. Not the bouncer. A right. security guard. Yeah. Okay. Com- uniformed security yeah. person. Yeah. Gotcha. Guarding Sorry. the ladies' bathroom, mm-hmm. and he got strangled. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And the lady never finds guard him. the ladies' bathroom because no. yeah. yeah. lady finds and him. Chick and Bernie have gone <laughs> to the turn the fuses back on because the other the younger sensei the the Hispanic sensei he's on stage he's he's like the owner of the club yeah playing with the band yeah. And he's like, I got to keep this club running. They're like, yeah, man, ninjas are coming. Just so you know, he's like, well, we'll just have to kick some ninja ass. All right. But yeah, man, so they th- get into this weird, like kind of, well, so like they found this dead body, like the security guards dead. Mm-hmm. The patrons in the place are like, fuck this. We're leaving. Yeah. And he's then like, the owner's like, no, you're not. We're going to wait here for the police. <laughs> he's yeah. like, we need to involve the police. And they're all like, yeah, OK, yeah, bye. Yeah. As soon as he says that, they all start running for the door. Yeah. And then like one guy who we've never seen before. Just 70s medallion guy just walks. He's like, no, man, I'm not waiting for the cops to come. No, oh, that was Hispanic Paul Rubens. Oh, OK, yeah. <laughs> so mm-hmm. there's like, look, the cops are going to come and sort this out. Everyone stay put. And then the power goes out again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the power comes back on and suddenly fucking ninjas everywhere. It's just yeah. a club full of ninjas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so there's a well, ton no, of the, fighting. The first ninja shows up. And like vested beardy dude just blasts him in oh, the right. chest. He yes. pushes people out of the way. That's right. Blam. There's like a Hell's Angel guy mm-hmm. just in this place. Just he, random dude just hanging out. Just weird, chilling. Like, Chris Christopherson guy with like that's it. Chris with Chris like Chris. medals of honor all over his biker jacket and weird Metal. shit. I mean, this mm-hmm. guy looks like he's seen some shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He Only like he didn't immediately the, get yeah, murdered. He looks no, like the ninja. guy from the Nam who would not get immediately yes, slashed. By this a guy ninja. actually has some skills. He's not all talk. Um, but yeah, so like you know, various people in the club start pulling out guns, and it's just you know, shoot the ninjas. Ninjas are just popping up from behind things, and like everyone's right like, up, shoot the ninjas. <laughs> well, there's like a keyboard player on stage who runs away, and immediately like someone else takes his place and immediately gets ninjaed for his efforts. It's just it's 
constant chaos going on. Mm-hmm. Oh, they pulled out the box of guns, too. Did we mention the box of guns? No, yeah. they, they go get the box of guns. This well, the, crate. The crate. A crate of firearms. Yeah, labeled I, yeah, I'm firearms. Sorry. I, I, <laughs> I disparaged the box of uh, crate of guns by calling it a box of guns. Well, the, but it's like it's literally like it's a mag- magazine of guns. <laughs> yeah, it's a grip. Yeah, but, but they, it's it's a it's a, a four foot long wooden crate yeah. full of but guns. But they do a quick bit where they're like, "Oh, do you have the key?" No, I don't have the key. We never had to open this before. And so the two karate guys are just like, "All right," and they yeah. go, huh, "I just break through the boards right. and start pulling out guns." Yeah. yeah, and but somehow all of this ninja attacking stuff leads them to run out of the building. Yeah, they're like we're we're out, and they run next door into an aerobics club because they're in the workout district. Yeah, <laughs> and they run in. The lady's like, "You guys can't be in here. This is an aerobics class." And they're like, "Lady ninjas, they're coming." And she's like, "Ninjas what the are fuck chasing." Are you talking about? There's and no then, such thing as ninjas. And then suddenly ninjas, ninjas burst in, and all these women scatter, screaming. And yes. for three minutes, you get. Every woman in that club just screaming yes. endlessly. Just Except women. for the couple that probably should be. Because there's one point where it... Because this is more than just like an aerobics club. Because there's like apparently a spa in the back too. Oh, yeah. every, every one of these... There's a workout doge, room. All yeah. these dojos and, and things also just, have spas. You got space. But put some stuff in the fitness district. There was the one point it. where there were two, like, two or three ladies in a hot tub in the back. And like Ninja gets tossed into the hot tub. And they're all just kind of like, oh dear. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> yeah, but th- this, this scene is like basically to let... Hispanic sensei show off. Sure. Yeah. Because he is like, he's wearing a three piece suit and he's still jumping around doing flips and beating the hell out of dudes. Yes. <laughs> Dude, just he's on the beat floor. The shit kicking out of pe- like he's on his back, kicking people away, just mm-hmm. like kicking their asses. Yeah. So yeah, this is his showcase. But yeah. And he's the one who gets to toss him in the hot tub and the girl's like, huh, ninja. That <laughs> yeah. was weird. Oh. Weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. There's just like the soundtrack is just constant ladies screaming, like yes. a 10 yeah. second loop kind of just yeah. going around. Yep. Um, but yeah, we're kind of thankful that they're like, you know, finally they're like, again, there's just like a lull and they're like, we got to get out of here. Well, the, <laughs> yeah. what happens Ooh, that way? Like, the ninjas is over. Yeah. yeah. Well, the girls get kidnapped. Yeah. The, oh, they, the, yeah. Kathy, the, the two girlfriends basically right. get kidnapped. The, the best part during the whole fight is the one ninja who's hanging over the staircase with a chain, <laughs> yep. waiting for someone to come near him so he can choke. Oh, he's trying. Well, like, three piece suit. <laughs> yeah, he just ninja, keeps trying. He's he just never like, gets anybody. No, no. The poor guy. He's just like, come here. This is my one thing I can do. <laughs> the three piece suit is there, like getting getting roughed up a little bit by another ninja, and so choke ninja's like, oh, I almost got him. <laughs> yep. I, just keeps oh. reaching for him, and no, yeah. not quite. That guy was like as sad as like the guy that has a slinky but doesn't have the stairs yes he's just yeah, like, he was on the stairs he's like oh oh i was so close to choking the guy but the, the, the no but the best part of this besides that is like everyone clears out and the the aerobics instructor lady is like now the only one in this room and she's like those jerks yeah, <laughs> yeah. jerks <laughs> no then she waits for them to leave she doesn't even say it to their face she's like those jerks yeah exactly like, it's like Lady, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they just they fought off ninjas. ninjas. Come on, they're probably. Oh, yeah. But yeah. they've they've determined that Santos hired the ninjas, so it's got to be at his warehouse. That's oh, where they God. got the girls. How they get from point A to point B is hilarious because they're like, "Where are the girls? I don't know. Where would they be?" It's like, "Well, who has them? Santos. Okay, what what do you know about him? He has a warehouse. That's where the girls are. Let's go." Mm-hmm. And they're right. Yeah, they get to the <laughs> they warehouse. Are right. And there's like they're actually walking around. They're like, "Is anyone here?" And they're like, oh, there, there's the girls. They're the girls right they're there. Just tied up. <laughs> they're tied up. No bomb, no nothing. As soon as they take the, you know, the the mouth gag out, they're like, it's a trap. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Literally what they say. Yeah. The, <laughs> it's shield's, a trap. the shield's still up. Yeah. Because ninjas jump out of mm-hmm. from behind pallets and everything's just like, aha, we're yep. time to finish this. So 
But they're the same shitty ninjas that they've been yep. beating the shit out of for yeah. half an hour. They're not good. No. But well, the, there are a lot of them. Not just ninjas, because now Santos has also like brought in muscle dudes. Like it's just, all the workers yeah. from the warehouse, yeah. all the big fat burly motherfuckers who used yep. to work. Because like we don't even see the ninjas at first. It's so, like Santos comes out and he's just like, you know, makes that like, come on, get oh, on right. motion. And it's just the wave of like, yeah. you know, worker dudes, and they all yep. kind didn't of they, didn't start he running say that he had camera. a bunch of other toughs of some yeah. well, of some is, description. Yeah, yeah this is them. They come running in, and then you know they're like, oh shit, toughs are coming. Let's get out of here. And then they get cornered by ninjas. Now. Our young biker guy manages, like, the fighting once again begins because that's what happens. Mm -hmm. Our young biker guy, now young biker karate man, yes. uh, has <laughs> snuck off and um, made a phone call to his uh, our beardy fellow from the beginning of the movie. And it's just like, Jack, he appears to be in mid, like, arm wrestle. Yeah, yeah he's... he's yeah. Competing but, in an arm wrestling competition he's in a also, bar or something. It's dawn. It's fucking dawn. Yeah. <laughs> but there's <laughs> like a hundred people in that. I yeah. believe that's called late night. <laughs> they were they brought the phone world, to Josh. him and were holding the phone next to his ear oh, while yeah. he did okay. the I arm thought I was, while yeah. he's arm wrestling. Yeah. But basically he's like, Hey, I'm in trouble and like he's fighting a guy off as this is happening with like phone cord wrapped around him. He's just like <laughs> punching hey, him with the phone. I'm in trouble, yeah. I'm at this warehouse, and I guess the message gets out because this movie has no sense of time. Like literally he just runs to the door and opens it up and all of the bikers are just like, here's the only thing that I think I was disappointed about in the entire movie, mm -hmm. which is this guy is arm wrestling a dude. Mm -hmm. I wanted him to just slam the fucking dude's arm down, chug a beer and then run out the door <laughs> yeah. that if we, yep. yeah. if we could ever, ins if I could ever insert a scene into a movie, it needed that like, well, let's it, track it down just, the actors and just film it real quick. Yeah. Right? I'll, I'll dye my beard but by the time he hangs up the phone he like goes to the big warehouse door opens it and i don't know 20 30 biker dudes <laughs> ton of bikers. bikers roll in a battalion like of, of biker 15 dudes. bikes yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. right and through the door meanwhile they've been doing a lot of fighting mm -hmm. like, oh, yeah. like jumping off chain link fences at each other and you know breaking the, the end tufts. off a broom and you know using it as a staff to fight just flips and just i mean a lot of stuff is happening oh mm -hmm. and don't forget uh, bouncer dude. So, did we talk about bouncer dude actually beating he, dude's asses? Oh in yeah, the club? He okay. got, yeah, but he got stabbed in the arm in right, the club, right. and they said he broke his arm. They're like, you got to go to the hospital to get this. Yeah, the owner's out. like, he's like, come on, let's get him. And he's like, no, no, you need to go to the hospital and take care of that. And he's like, oh, yeah. He's like, I still got one good arm. Like, Midway nope. through the the <laughs> warehouse fight, dude comes hauling ass, just running in. He's like, I'm back. Yeah, yeah one I'm arm back. in a sling, yeah. bitch. And he goes, save, save for some me. for me. <laughs> yeah, and just starts punching dudes with one arm, wailing on yeah. fools. <laughs> I mean, there is so much chaos going on in this last bit. It's it the, the other disappointing thing about it is that it ends like three seconds after the bikers show up. Like the bikers mm -hmm. roll through the warehouse, and it's like, okay, there's a bunch of bikers here, and then the fight the is over. The bikers start beating ass, and yeah. then the police sirens. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay, and everyone's like, everyone stops, and you hear police sirens in the distance. Yeah, and then and then like and then I guess, violently cut and then to violent cut. I, yeah. I assume justice was served as far as the <laughs> law of the land. Yeah, because, because they're yeah. back at the dojo having the medal award ceremony from the end of Star, Star Wars. Wars. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and they're they're being awarded the medal of the Falcon. <laughs> yes. Yep. Well, of because course. the guys from the big from earlier, the the elder martial artists were the Falcon Fist or the Fist of the Falcon or something. Really? Mm. Okay. Yeah. I didn't catch. They that. called yeah they called like the five or six dudes that were training them in, in advanced techniques. They were like the Falcon Fist or the oh, Fist I've, of the Falcon. Yeah, I must have that. Yeah. Yeah. Continuity. Come on, oh, pay attention. Right. I didn't realize they crested that. Fair Falcon. enough. They did. <laughs> but yeah, but they basically say, you guys are already black belts, so we need a higher honor. Yeah. So you, you yeah. get the Medal of the Falcon for saving the girls mm -hmm. and fighting crime. Yep. 
And so they go to put one on Chick. (laughs) They put it on Chick. (laughs) And And Chick being the clumsy motherfucker that he is with a weird center of gravity. He somehow (laughs) bows and then... Like, he violently tornadoes himself <laughs> off of the stage. Mm-hmm. Just spins which, and flails his arms. Which they freeze frame. Yeah, on yeah. his goofy face. To go into credits. Yep. I don't think we even mentioned the fact that, like, he, uh, at one point in time, while uh, checking out ladies, like, fell off the roof and, and and threw a gazebo into the hot tub. Yeah. Because yeah. yes. that was what was prompted since to make him rebuild that, that okay. thing. Mm-hmm. It was like, stop ogling the ladies. Right. <laughs> this is what rebuilding this. Do your this, job. Yeah. That was kind of the thing. Well, apparently, was, no, because like there was an open hot tub. Apparently, they built the gazebo to stop him from looking, and yeah. then he managed to fall. He fell in the hot tub yeah. when the girl finally decided to go out with him. Oh, okay, yeah. No. So, either way, is that what happened? Is a they, clumsy the bastard. Gazebo- I don't know. I know there was one shot where he's looking down at like three of the. Yeah, the yeah, first time were- they, he just fell over because he was looking at the ladies in the hot tub. Right. Mm-hmm. He was like, "Ladies, hot tub." <laughs> it cannot yeah. be understated the amount of goofiness, goofy looks, and tripping and falling down that this guy does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's and yet he's apparently an actual karate master. Yeah. Yep. Just being being goofy because the character required it. What an actor. Sure. What a gem. A thespian. <laughs> a, a national master. grandmaster thespian and karateer. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Is that what we call him now? Yes, karateer. Yes. Karateer. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's that's Ninja yeah, Busters. That is Ninja Busters. Uh, no Stargrove, though there is some amazing music throughout this movie. Was composed by somebody who was involved with, uh, who was actually in the movie. It's Biker Kid. Yeah. Is it Biker Kid that composed it? Damn. Yeah, he was a composer. That kid is so talented. Yep. Mm -hmm. Everyone in this movie contributed something else behind the scenes. Like, they were all some part of it. that type of thing. Yeah. So, yeah, no Star Wars. That was Carlos Navarro? Okay. I believe so, yeah. Yeah. Yep. But, rating time. Yeah. Hmm. I'll just say it now, five jocks. Um... (laughs) They, this is the this time is, that you should say it. This is what I wanted Miami Connection to be, is this movie. It's the right balance of goofiness. It's the right balance of just enough competence to be fun, but also just enough incompetence to be funny. Mm-hmm. And then there's just stuff like the Vietnam vet just dying after giving a five-minute hype speech about himself. There's... It, it's... <sighs> There are so many good things in this movie that it overcomes how creepy they are in the beginning to be like really endearing and good natured and fun. And it's it's kind of like if if people who weren't Jackie Chan wanted to make a Jackie Chan movie, but they didn't have the talent of Jackie Chan, but they went ahead and did it anyway. Mm -hmm. This is what that movie is. Yeah, especially it, especially I'd say the early ones where yeah. he, where he had an arc. He didn't start off as a badass. Yeah, like early Jackie Chan's movie, it wasn't like, "Hey, call on Jackie Chan because he's awesome," and we already all know this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. Yep. It what it does is it gives them somewhere to go as as characters, mm-hmm. which like it's a character study. Yeah. Really. It's well. It's I mean it's it's I mean it's it's a surprising amount of character development in a movie called Ninja Busters. Like he's still a goofy dumbass. Mm-hmm. By the end, chick is by the by the end of the movie, but he's he's like he's they a, learn something. It's yeah, a yeah. he's a skilled goofy dumbass. Yeah. Right. He's a, he's he, a, he's he's a goofy only, dumbass that can kick some ass. Right, right, and he also like has learned not to be, you know, as a shitbird as to women, much of a shitbird. <laughs> right, um, which is like a lot more clumsily done in a lot in a ton of movies, and for it to be as you know, as deft, I keep using the word deft lately, but... Um, you can. Yeah, it's deft comedy jam is what we're doing. <laughs> um, <laughs> but 
it's surprisingly well done for for a movie like this and like everything is surprisingly well done like this is the movie that everybody that makes a neo bad movie like a tongue-in-cheek bad movie this is the the movie that they want to make this is how how they want to do it like it's got humor that isn't forced it's got goofy stuff that is just naturally goofy and not played for like hey look how goofy we are (laughs) yuck yuck um the martial arts isn't the best uh in this movie but that is not what like makes this movie amazing um but it definitely earns five jocks like when they did the the vietnam vet dude scene as soon as they they cut to outside and those guys were running i knew that's the fucking five jocks movie right there you that is how i would write that that scene is this dude just gets fucking (laughs) punked immediately And we run away and just never bother with that guy again. <laughs> nope, he's dead. Like, he just got ninja. And yet somehow it came completely out of the blue. Completely out of the blue and completely like honest and earnest the entire movie. We were all like, oh man, this guy's going to join forces with them and kick some ass. And then, right. oh shit, he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, he dead. Like, <laughs> I could not believe that they actually did that. And there's there's a bunch of stuff. The dialogue is way better than it has any right to be. The stuff that's jokey is fucking funny. We laughed our damn fool heads off for a lot of this movie. Um, it's, it is everything that, that you want out of a B movie. It's everything a B movie should be without being shitty. Like there's none of the fucking garbage that you get out of a lot of B movies and a lot of bad ninja movies. And I mean, we've seen a shitload of bad martial arts movies Mm -hmm. and, this one is the finest example of bad martial arts movies that you will ever see. It is, I am blown away. It was better than Cats. I would watch it again <laughs> and again. I cannot wait. I am like, I need to buy a copy of this movie. Yeah. Make everyone I know watch it. It's fucking phenomenal. It is a five jocks movie. Had we not watched Robot Jocks, this would be, <laughs> we would be rating five yeah. easy now. <laughs> I. I think yeah. we might be rating things in Ninja Busters or in Bustas. Well, all right. I, it's, it's I guess really... I'll go next then. Uh-oh. I'm not sure I agree with the five jocks. Um, Why not? What is wrong with you? Well, Why are you broken as a person? Right, I, Why are I'm, you dead I'm, inside? I'm, I'm at a strong four. My problem is, is like the strong points are really strong. Um, I, I get that they mostly overcome their creepy ways, but there's there's a large portion of the movie where we're, we're forced to endure that action Mm-hmm. rather than like the things that I want. Now the things that I want are really really good. The the Vietnam vet scene is amazing. And I I suppose I I am I'm, I'm I I'm open to be talked up to a 5, but I'm sitting at a 4 right now and it's only because like give it a 5. Huh? Give it a 5. Even during the creepy parts. <laughs> That's not a very good compelling argument. Yeah. Chuck. No, I mean, like, because I'm just thinking about, like, the, the, the first and the second act. There were funny things that happened in it, but I, for a good portion, I was like, what the fuck? Why is this, like, weird, like, joysticks or, you know, pinball summer? Like, Oh, no. What? Yes. Like, like, leering on ladies constantly, having no skill, and yet, like, go talk up to every one of them is a weird quality in today's movies it's sure it's weird but they they are this movie they are a little bit creepy but i don't think they ever get necessarily to 
like the gross point or no, where it no, seems no. like they're actual sexual predators. No. They the keep two, playing up and being goofy and yeah. having fun with it while it's going on. But the two things about this movie that's different than 80s movies from this exact time is that one, all the women in this movie think they're fucking creepy. They keep saying it over yes. and over. It's like, you people are terrible. And no one finds them charming. And that is that is a refreshing thing. Yes. Yeah. And the other thing is, is that it's... They better themselves. It's not like they win the fucking regatta or, you know, do some bullshit race or something. They fucking better themselves. They stop being assholes. They learn a skill. They fucking stop a major crime ring. Uh-huh. Yeah. They, they take don't... three years to make themselves the best people they could possibly be. <laughs> they they, they, <laughs> they, they do try to become better people. They yeah. realize that they're shit. Yeah. They don't carry that stupid 80s antagonist thing no they, and they don't they recognize they're like man i'm a bad person yeah, this might be the only movie we've seen, movie we've seen where antagonists get reformed mm-hmm. that's yeah. why it's and different. nobody nobody fucks with them until okay i'm sorry i need to rephrase that um because <laughs> it's just a different meaning of fucks with them um nobody has any time for them except for the sensei until they reform their act so it's not like they get, you know, they get chicks just by being jerks. Being jerks actually keeps setting them back. Mm-hmm. So they don't get their, they get redemption and they get redemption by doing the right thing. Yeah. And I think that's, that's an important part. Like sure. they, they set up as like they're shitty, but they actually do something to redeem themselves. And I think that makes that, that part. I, I will. It. I, I will concede a final point of jocks only f- only because and I think the primary reason is as you stated in the very beginning this is the movie that um fuck oh my god it just Miami went connection Miami connection wanted to be yeah like this just this is everything about that that you wanted to be minus the crazy music bits you know like they don't somehow form a band or anything like that but <laughs> right I mean, you know like which would be awesome they are not friends forever right Mm. I yeah, like I said, I'm just I'm 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 setting a more tempered expectation of the five jocks. Like, don't get me wrong, I just this loved is a, the shit is, out of this. This is a this is a really good movie, and I and I do want people to see it. Like I said, I'm just like it. It wasn't quite life changing for me. It's not like I'm not reevaluating my scale of bad movies or anything like that. I'm, I'm not. Just, I'm okay, just saying just, in an in the yeah. alternate, as Kyle says in the in the live chat here in on an alternate Earth universe 337 right <laughs> yeah in bmf cin- cinematic universe yeah. 249116 okay. right where, where robot jocks doesn't exist okay um but well, in, er- also- in earth one or earth 616 it's a, a five jocks with a little minor asterisk not even like so you can barely see it it's fine the records will just say five and that's yeah. all that matters <laughs> yeah um so- I- Go ahead. One more thing that I that I want to bring up is that the nemesis for Bernie, mm-hmm. um, karate or uh, biker kid, yeah, like they have a rivalry, but then they like train together for years and years, and they're like, well, we're just gonna fight, like we're just gonna <laughs> give it our all, we're gonna beat the shit out of each other, and then they go have beers and popcorn and popcorn, <laughs> and they just they that's how they resolve it, yeah, which is. Awesome, because they learn to live together. It's kind of different. I mean, it's kind of like Days of Thunder, where like the main bad guy in the movie ends up being Tom Cruise's best friend, and they find the real bad guys. Like, all right, let's go fuck that guy up. Um, all right, so I hate to bring it down. No, I'm kidding. I'm gonna give it five jocks. Yeah, good uh, job, Chuck. Okay. This 
this movie is. I would hope so. Since you just bullied me. I, <laughs> well, you said you could be talked. I, 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 I forced. You my gave hand. us the opening. We for, yeah. went for it. Yes, this, but my, my being talked to like it needs to be more than just hey, do that. No, no, no. I'm just. I, no. <laughs> that was a nice, nice yeah. way to try mm-hmm. to get the early pen. Chuck. I just, you know, I had to go for it. Um, this movie is why we do this show. For me. Like thinking about it, it's like this movie is why this show exists. We want to find are why I do this show. Oh, is it <laughs> <laughs> you kowtowing motherfucker? Um, no, finding something like this, and I know it's been found. I mean, obviously it's on Blu-ray and people have seen it, but like this kind of thing, this is the kind of thing that you want to talk about for weeks. You want to go on Twitter, you want to go on Facebook, and say, dude, you got to see this movie. This and like everyone has said, this is what Miami Connection, what we thought Miami Connection was going mm-hmm. to be. We thought it was going to be this kind of joyful experience. And I'm glad that people that watch Miami Connection, the people that love it, are having the same experience that we just had with Ninja Buster. Totally. Absolutely. I just, for me, it's weird. It's like Miami Connection had more story. This hardly has any story, but mm-hmm. this is 10 times more entertaining because I don't think there was one spot in it where I was just like, Ugh, come on, movie, let's move on. You know, whereas Miami Connection has just fight training forever that just is not entertaining. I'm sorry, it's mm-hmm. not. And we and we got like a hundred montages in this, and it wasn't. It still wasn't like all right, well, yeah. montage. The, the the other thing that endears me to this movie is that this movie feels like what the characters in Boogie Nights would have done if they were if they thought they were going off to make oh, a real man. movie. I mean, this just felt like that crew getting together and make trying to make a karate movie, mm-hmm. and it's so endearing. It's like. No one in this movie can act. They, none of them were hired for their acting skills, but they win me over in every other way possible. It's like the dialogue is delivered oddly, but still compellingly. It's strange. I can't even explain it. It's, it's not it's, delivered like movie dialogue. It's no, like it's, some of it sounds like it's being read phonetically. It's like, I don't speak English. Let me just put these sounds together. There was some worry at the beginning when there were people <laughs> when there were a couple people like yeah stiltingly making their way through dialogue yeah but they were obviously not they might not have been necessarily Absolutely. native english speakers so you, yeah you know. but you know i mean it's just man the jokes in this movie just out of nowhere they keep like three or four times just really brilliantly set up gags that we we who have seen a million movies didn't see them coming mm-hmm. you know yeah. i mean that's I can't ask for more than that. And it's, the characters trying to be jokey, they're like, they know they're telling a bad joke, yeah. and you can see on their face, like, I'm telling a bad joke, <laughs> exactly. get ready for it, you dumbass. Yeah. Gotcha. I, I love the shit out of this movie. I'm, I'm yeah. so glad we, we did it. I'm taking this copy of the movie, and I'm going to You're not. <laughs> lovingly cuddle it for nope. a while. It's mine. So. Yeah, so get yourself a copy. Yep. Go to Amazon.com. Follow the link hey, on this go episode. Go to bmfcast.com. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And then click the link. Then yeah. click the link. Yeah, that's it. So, highly recommended. We, In fact, we couldn't recommend this movie any more highly. Absolutely not. Because we gave it our perfect rating. Mm-hmm. A four by five jocks. 20 jocks. Man, that's the second 20 jocks movie of the year. The hell's going on here, guys? We have been we have been it. relieved. Our chains, <laughs> listen, our chains of oppression have been thrown off. Yeah, we heard about we this free like, again. Yeah. yeah, we heard about this like last September, and we were like, "All right, we need to see this." Yep. I think so. It was it's been waiting. August that they that yeah, they first it was did in this? August when they first screened it. Yeah. yeah, and it started making the rounds, and yeah. we we're like, "Guys." <laughs> and there's other yeah. stuff that will be coming this year that we we're like, "Oh God!" Yep. That that we picked up last year and have just been waiting and waiting and waiting to watch. So. Yeah. Expect a strong first couple months. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's take a break, shall we? Uh, I think we could do that. Yeah. Okay.
Ryder, welcome back. Hey, Bamcast. Hey. Second hey. half. Bamcast. Woo. Yeah. It's a good first half. Long Exhausting. Uh So new newer movies. Let's talk about some. Let's, mm-hmm. let's I saw bust a, some out. a real new movie, as in it's in the theater right now, and you can go see it. Tell us. I saw The Hateful Eight. Oh, that thing. Yeah. Yeah. Tarantino's new movie. Quentin Tarantino's newest eighth nine movie hour claims. I don't know how that works. I don't know what. There's some movie he's not counting or, you know, is. I don't know if Kill Bill counts as one Kill movie. Kill Bill counts as one. Okay. That's is how he's counting four it. rooms in there? No, that no. doesn't count because that was a quarter of a movie. I know, but. Who yeah. Knows? Well, also, what, half of uh, From Dustle Dawn, supposedly. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, it claims to be the eighth movie by Tarantino. Uh. So I didn't see it in 70 millimeter. I'll get that out of the way. Uh, it's not available like anywhere nope. remotely close to us. Nowhere near. They the distribution company fucked over our local cinema. Apparently, yeah, sure. our local indie cinema out of being able to show it in 70 millimeter. Well, okay. So I understand that the 70 millimeter is what 20 minutes longer of an already three hour movie. Uh, I think it's 12 minutes longer. Okay, something like that. Well, but there's an intermission and a right and a weird just yeah. Tarantino uh, shows up <laughs> to talk to he's you. He's just sitting in the seat next to you and mumbling the entire uh. movie and looking at your feet. Um, <laughs> can you in like 30 seconds describe to me what is the big deal about 70 millimeter? Uh, like all in general? Yes. Okay. Well, okay. Uh, essentially, you're... You, I mean, I know it's a bigger... It's a, yeah, it's, it's a bigger negative. Essentially, you're getting twice the resolution out of the film. I mean, because okay. if you've got a 35 millimeter print, you know, if you've got okay. that much wider, you don't have to... Because like a 35 millimeter print, the way it runs... This is super nerdy. That's um, fine. I, this is know, the answer I want. They've got, you know, they they have to use anamorphics. That's how they get widescreen. Because otherwise, a thirty five millimeter print just would be a square picture because it's okay. you know it's a square frame. And so they have to shoot the things with anamorphics, which is you know lenses that you know compress it down onto the film and then mm-hmm. it, it projects it out using the same filter. So they'll shoot it. Oh, that's I why. That's totally why. Totally did not know that's that. why you get aspect ratios. And like, if you've ever in a theater where they have the wrong aspect ratio on. Not that you'll see that anymore because it's digital, but yeah. like you actually used to see them go yep. and like turn the filter around and it would be the other crystal to like, you know, put it out the right amount because mm-hmm. they, you know, they'd come like like when people like uh, blow up their four by three images on a new TV and like, you know, fat people, it's like the opposite effect. <laughs> you have like really skinny people, you know, <laughs> so. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But so, so like with 70 millimeter, you know, you can put more on there without having to uh, squish it down as much. Okay. All right. I get it. I I now like and, I did not understand that. And I'll, and I'll blow your mind. The secret of IMAX, the real IMAX, which is IMAX is, is seventy millimeter, but it's run sideways, so yeah. they don't compress it at all. Yeah. So like they shoot the widescreen, and it's just going frame by frame sideways, no compression whatsoever. In real IMAX, not the IMAX. Okay, and that's why the the IMAX cameras look weird. For mm-hmm. one, well, they're big. They're like yeah. the, the cans are like the size of a Cadillac. yeah. They're big and they're super noisy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, they fit one in that tornado dudes truck um if you ever watched that show on discovery there was a tornado like one of those tornado oh, the camera, dudes. but the yeah. projectors are way bigger yeah, the than projectors, the camera. <laughs> yeah the projectors yeah. are massive but the cameras are big yeah. um okay yeah that's 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 the basics of film <laughs> okay good. but yeah so it's what, what they're saying is 70 millimeter because everything's digital these days right. like well, yeah it, and it's, it's kind of that and it's special because it's on film and film everybody says right. is better yeah. Okay. So all that aside, yeah. thank you. This, this by the is, way, thank you very much. Yeah, I this is it. a very weird movie for Tarantino to get up his own ass about film preservation. I get it, but like, this is a movie that is ninety-five percent inside one location. <laughs> I mean, this is a very strange movie to get on your high horse about you know film preservation and seventy millimeter and all this because, like, 
even Django would have been better in 70 millimeter because it was yeah. a lot of exterior shots and crazy things. I mean, this is almost all primarily in a single location. Mm-hmm. They go outside a couple times and it's usually a blizzard. So it's a very strange movie. Now, all that aside, that's all the technical crap aside. Yeah. I don't necessarily care about. I, I didn't hate this movie, but I didn't really love it. Like, it's not, it's like the first movie of Tarantino's where I, I know people, everyone has their Tarantino movie that is like rubbed them the wrong way. And I think this is finally mine. My most disappointing prior to this would be Jackie Brown. And that's only because it's an adapted story and it feels a little like anyone could have done that. Mm-hmm. Like it didn't, it felt like a Tarantino didn't need to do that movie. I mean, I think mm-hmm. it was, a, it was a safe third movie to follow the, th- the, the two he'd done before. Cause it's like, how do you, you know. You, you, usually it's your sophomore slump. He was like facing a you know junior year slump. You know, like shit. How do you follow Reservoir Dogs and Pulp Fiction? Right. Well, I'll just do an adaptation. It's easy. Mm-hmm. So, but like this movie felt like this movie felt like Tarantino paint by numbers. Like I, I I felt like other than like one or two small moments and the way some dialogue goes, I felt like I knew every beat that was going to happen in this movie before it happened. Like every beat, I was just like, mm. I've seen Tarantino movies now, and like at this point, this is probably yep, that just happened. Like everything you could think of, like there's like he's done his kind of style so much, that, like this is the first time I feel like he's just doing his thing. Like he's not like maybe his original voice is gone. Mm. Like it's just like <laughs> I, you know, uh, maybe that's not bad. But, you know, you know, say that about Scorsese. You know, he's made a lot of movies the same way for a lot of many years, and they're still good. I mean he's making diversified movies as far as what he's doing. But like, this just was like, yeah, I, this is a Tarantino movie. So I kind of know what's coming next. Now, everyone in it is good. It's an acting showcase kind of thing, but like, it was just too long. And like, I ended up kind of like wanting it to be over by the end. <laughs> like, it's just not a quality of like, I've ever felt in a Tarantino movie before. I know everyone has their, like I said, people have their ones that they don't like. I'm, yeah, not, ca- I'm, I'm not counting four rooms and I'm not counting like, you know, things like things like that. You know, I know you hate Death Proof. I think it's one of his, actually one of his more interesting movies, but, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. So, I, I don't know. Like I said, it's just, I, my review is kind of meh. <laughs> yeah. Like, I've heard that. I've heard that from people. And it's not, it's not for all the stupid political, like, don't say the words, you know, right. reasons and yeah. women, violence against women. If anything... I, I don't want to get political or I don't want to, like, go into those routes. But, like, all the people talking about how this movie is like misogynist and everything. You don't understand what feminism actually means. And maybe I'm the wrong person to try to tell you, but feminism means equality. And there is a line in this movie that really should have deflated any like misogyny arguments right out the bat because Jennifer Jason Lee's character in this movie, like everyone else's movie is a fucking scumbag. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing about this movie is like, that's another reason it's really hard to get behind this because everyone's kind of a scumbag. Yeah. And you're really just like looking at different layers of scumbag. Like mm-hmm. there's no cipher character for you, the audience. We're like, that's a I, I want to I want him to win. <laughs> but she's a scumbag along with everyone else. And there's a line in the movie that basically just says, like, you know, like she's going to get the same treatment as men get when when you're a criminal just because she's a woman. Why does that matter? You know, I, I don't want to spoil the line, but it's basically like until they invent a gun that a lady can't pull the trigger, you know, they're going to sing the hangman just like men are. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that should take any misogyny argument right out of it. It's like feminism is equality, not better than or less than, or it's right in line. Same mm-hmm. treatment. We're just in the climate of I know. everything is problematic. 
Some people, some people try to find, try too hard to I, find. I know. I read an article yesterday that said, the "Don't new read Star, articles." I it said the new Star Wars was racist, and I had to find out why. And then I was like, <laughs> "I was like, they, what? Seriously? They oh, got your right. they got your point zero two cents. They of did. They got my dollar yeah, out of you. They yeah. did. But holy but, God, yeah. So, like I said, it's it's worth seeing. Yeah, you know, I, I won't go that far and say like, don't see it. It's terrible. But I mean, it's just like at this point, I feel like. All right, it might be time to like reinvent your style mm-hmm. just a little bit. Thankfully, he's not in the movie because that is the part of what? that is the part of like. Well, he narrates some parts. There's a little oh, bit of narration that he does, but he never like. I mean, that is the fucking wheels go off the wagon part in Django when he shows up. Oh, absolutely! Well, Holy shit! Australian accent. Yeah. Oh my god! Sake. Is that what that oh, accent yeah, was? Yeah, yeah. I think it was supposed to be that. <laughs> Thought it was Scottish. Yeah. Either <laughs> way, oh, that's great. That's a great accent there. It's <laughs> bad. It's like, oh man, three hundred pounds Quentin Tarantino is yeah. here to yeah. act. Mm. E. Anyway, so anyway, anyway, so it was a hateful. Eh. <laughs> well, I guess. Eh. Now speaking of eh, oh, uh, all right, this is the eh yeah, half. X Files is coming back, so I was like, man, oh, that's not eh. I, I should watch that two thousand eight movie I never watched. No, you made a bad decision, probably. I, I don't even remember it. Like it's how long ago a, did you watch it? Like three or four hours ago. Oh God! Before Ninja Busters, I can't tell you shit that happened in that oh, well, movie. Now. <laughs> Those ninjas. I know exhibit was in it, and exhibit was like, "We're done here. <laughs> We're leaving." That was like ninety percent of what exhibit said in that movie. Oh, exhibits in it? Yeah, what? he is. I didn't know this. He's I never saw F- that one. You you not getting anything that you want out of exhibit in that movie? I'm just no. telling you that right now. It's like, yo, dog. I heard you like conspiracies. Yeah, yeah but it's it's utterly pointless. Like, like nothing of import happens in that movie. It's like people are like, well, it's just like a big episode. And yeah, you're right. It's a big, dull, boring episode that you skip when you're rewatching all the seasons. Mm-hmm. I have no idea why, what compelled them to make that into one of, into an X-Files movie. And no clue whatsoever. The more frustrating thing about it, you're watching it out of time, which doesn't give you the frustration that the rest of us had when it came out. Ugh. Which is before that they had the go to make this this limited run series. Everyone was like, you had a shot. You yeah. had your shot to do the X-Files again. Like inexplicably, someone gave you mon- movie money mm-hmm. to do the X-Files. And this is what you did and with you got, it. And you got the two big ones back. Yeah. And this is this is it. Yeah. It, you doomed yourself. You could take the two <laughs> of them out of it and nobody would care about that. I mean, even less than care about it now. It's ridiculous it's yep. stupid. isn't that the second x-files movie they did yes the yeah. first one was actually tied into the storyline of the actual and neither show. of them were good were they the first, first one was first right. one was i don't remember the first one being good i just remember the it being reason like people don't like the first one is because it was kind of billed as now you get all the answers for everything right yes. and that was like nope yeah, no, we are not answering shit no and in, in fact all it really did was like finally well it's like if they made a Lost movie and if, it just was as, the last episode. As I recall, <laughs> this was the first time you definitively went, yes, there are actually aliens, 100% Mulder's not just crazy. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. the only thing you get from the first movie, as I recall, is like, Scully should have seen the aliens, but, you know, conveniently, oh, I She fainted, out. like, right yeah. before yeah. the <laughs> UFO took off. <laughs> like, that's, that's like, it was about to be, like, confirmation for Scully of, like, you know, yeah. you're not crazy, Mulder. Yeah. But, yeah, but it was that, basically like even though she got bee cancer or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, like, and that's the thing. Like the mythology of the show, just I, I think it kind of limped its way into that sixth season, and then after that, it went like, off the rails for a while. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it all. And also that kid from Tokyo girl. Drift was in it. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he got the black oil. Yeah, he did. Whatever the fuck that was. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, but don't like. 
if you're like, man, I need to catch up on X Files before they bring it back, you Watch can skip f- that first six seasons, something uh, like that. I'm pretty sure the show ignores this second movie. It sounds like it. Yeah, but it, it, Darren Morgan's writing an episode, so mm-hmm. we will have one glimmer of hope if this season sucks. At least we'll have another Darren Morgan episode of X Files. So. Yeah. So there's that. Yep. But I watched um, something else that does feel important. Mm-hmm. Feels like something people should watch, and mm-hmm. that is Making a Murderer. Mm-hmm. Which, if you want to have people tweet you hate, <laughs> write about Making a Murderer, either positive or negative, people on have, Twitter. People have strong opinions on that. Even in person, people express strong opinions to me today about it. That's the thing about it, is like people are angry on both sides. Mm-hmm. Like People that are like, you know, there's... The people like, man, the systemic, the, the cops fucking things up, not handling stuff right, doing all the wrong things. There's people angry about that. And then there's people who are angry that like, no, it, this is done. Like, why are they even bothering with this? This is done. And it's really, it's hard to explain because I don't, I kind of don't want to give it away. And I almost want to tell people, don't look up stuff before you watch it. But then as soon as you're finished watching it, look up everything you can because before you start tweeting about it? Kind of. Yeah. Well, but, get- well, well, the thing is, as soon as you do, people will immediately start talking about very specific stuff yeah. in there. And the the setup for those who maybe in other countries or something and don't under, don't know what it is, it's basically this guy in uh, Wisconsin is has small, small troubles with the law early in his life. At a certain point in 1985, is accused of raping a woman, is convicted for it, is put away and is in jail for 18 years until DNA evidence exonerates him that says, yeah, it was the other guy that you didn't look into at that time. Mm -hmm. He gets released. About a year and a half later is accused of murder. And that, and I'm not really spoiling much. This is about the first hour and a half of a 10 hour show. That's also like fairly well known at this point. The overview of it. I mean, yeah. And it's basically like a a documentary. Yeah. And yes, it is a documentary. The documentarians don't, show up anywhere in it it's all shown through footage and you know stock like old footage that they've got from old news reports and then courtroom footage and all that but it basically becomes the story of three weeks like he he decides after he's released he decides to sue the county sheriff's office for a convicting him wrongly in the first place b um having the information that basically would have let him out 10 years earlier and not acting on it and you know see he needs money <laughs> but uh probably broke his shit from being in jail yeah, for 18 yeah, years but that's the thing is, is all the you know it's it becomes a case of a whole lot of police corruption whether or not it happened you know it's it's 100 fact they fucked up the first investigation this is kind of how they fucked up the next investigation after the murder and the trial and everything and how it really, the thing it drove home the most is if you're in a high profile court case and you're the defendant, you probably have no chance whatsoever of getting an impartial jury. None. And that, and it, this series really, really hammers that home because they spend a lot of time showing news reports and showing the interviews that the lawyers do after each day of the trial. They basically, each side has to hold a press conference to all the you know, all the news stations that are Mm -hmm. camped out there and they show there's a scene with all of the newscasters, like all the reporters sitting around a table, just playing poker, waiting for (laughs) 
the court to end for the day so they can interview the people. It's just, it's a crazy, crazy story. And it's well organized in the way that it's, it um, doles out the information. You know, it's a lot like the podcast serial, which is kind of the touchstone that a lot of people have for this, where it's like a case that everyone thought was done with is now like, well, let's look at the information that you may not have heard. And that becomes the problem is there's 200 hours of court footage and they've whittled it down to 10 hours worth. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people, the stuff you'll hear from a lot of people is, well, they left out this and they left out this and they left out this. But it just, it really strikes in watching all of it. It infuriated me watching things happen as they were happening, you know, with direct footage of interrogations and that sort of stuff. And just, you know, having the information you have at that point and going, man, fuck you guys. Like, like <laughs> really, there, there were so many points where my wife and I just like, we actually both said it about the same time. We're like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. You know? And there's stuff like that constantly happening. Yeah. And can, I, just, can I ask one thing? Yeah. Uh, it's only because my own little personal, like things I like to watch. Mm-hmm. Is this more like a courtroom drama or more like a procedural thing? Cause I, I can't it's, watch anything remotely like i can't watch crime procedural drama at it's all it's a bit like that but it's it's really fascinating but they break it up a lot and okay. one thing i'll say is his defense lawyers like come off like the coolest people on the planet it's a weird thing to say but like just the passion they have for what they're doing and the way they're approaching it and the way that they're able to not kind of not buy some of the bullshit that they're trying to sell in the courtroom, mm-hmm. you know, and the, you know, they'll be very frank about, well, you know, this is what we have to go with because we're not allowed to do this. I mean, there's a lot of interviews, so it's not just like an entire episode is okay. Here's this person testifying. Here's this person testifying. You know, it's not quite like that. Right. It's, it's really well edited. Okay. But it's, it's just, I, it feels like something everyone should watch. And, then do a lot more research afterwards about this case because there is a lot of stuff that it's kind of like, yeah, if you had shown that, that might have changed my mind about certain things, but that seems to be the thing that's pissing people off the most. It's sort of this documentary hipster attitude that's coming at people who are like, I just saw making a murder and this, and I can't believe, and they're just, it, it's a bunch of people. Actually, if you read the Wikipedia article, it'll explain yeah, well, why you're wrong about how you feel. Oh, God. One guy, what did he say? Because I <laughs> tweeted about the lawyers, and he's like, oh, God, what did he say? He, it was something like, just because you have homosexual feelings for their lawyers doesn't doesn't bring that rape dead girl back or something. And I was like, wow. I was fuck. like, <laughs> I was like you just have a safe search for this so you can just tweet at people like that. I was like, they do. Are you kidding me? Yeah. And I mean, it's yes, it's, but it, it feels important because it gets people angry about this sort of thing, which sadly, you know, it's, it, it really becomes to me, it became a story about not whether this guy is guilty or innocent. It became a story about how the cops were more concerned about a conviction than actually solving a crime. Mm hmm. Which is what happened to him the first time where it was with the rape case where it was, no, we got our guy and we're going to make it work no matter what, despite him having something like 30 eyewitnesses to provide him an alibi. (laughs) And he still got convicted, you know, and also the fact that if a cop gets on on the stand and I get on the stand, 
we can tell two opposite stories and they're immediately going to believe the cops Cop over wins, mine. Yeah. yeah. And it becomes a case of that where your, you know, your history matters more and more. You know, I could get on the stand and they'd pull some stupid quote that I said on this show. I'll be like, weren't you on the news talking yeah. about burning music CDs yeah. once? When you, when you go to trial with the so NBAA. you're a thief. Well, how yeah. can we believe you? But it's it's interesting that because the way the <laughs> the show becomes structured, it almost becomes these people are presenting their arguments much like the prosecution presented theirs. Yeah, where it's like it's very one sided, and your reputation beforehand matters considerably. And with the cops, they already fucked this up once, so that's the tack that they come at it from Mm -hmm. so it's it's interesting it's well made and it will probably get you really really angry and don't tweet about it (laughs) because randos will talk shit at you and it's Mm -hmm. not fun yeah it feels like too much of our our criminal justice system is based on like tearing down you as a person like if you can find one flaw in them as a human oh yeah they're obviously guilty of that crime well and there's also a lot of like (laughs) there's a lot of stuff that's frustrating to me like watching it from the police side of sure. it, it's very frustrating because they're like, well, 10 years ago, you said this, you know, and the person's like, I might have, yeah. I don't remember. And they're like, no, here you said, and they're like, okay, yeah, you have a tape of me saying that, mm-hmm. you know, but I couldn't t- like, there's people who quote stuff at us from the show. Yeah. They're like, yeah, well, you're talking about this. I'm like, uh, what? what? <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and it's I can like, barely re- like, I can barely remember a lot of the stuff I said today. Mm hmm. Or 10 minutes ago. So stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. And asking people to remember conversations from 10 years ago is ludicrous. It's you're never going to get the right answer. You're going to get their version of what they kind of remember. So and especially like with a lot of the stuff that that researchers are proving about about memory lately. One of the things that I remember. And of course, it's (laughs) it's the, the, the fault of memory. Like. When you remember something, your brain is basically reading it, deleting that old information, and writing new information. As your yeah. like your your recalling of it is a basically a copy of a copy now, mm-hmm. and so you replace a copy of a copy with a copy of a copy with a copy of a copy with a copy of a copy. Yeah. is how memory works. So like stuff like that is especially damning. Um, but one of the things that I find most fascinating, and I think seems to be the non frothy, you know, crazy person takeaway uh, from this show seems to be like it is incredibly simple and incredibly common for there to be gross miscarriages of justice. Yeah. Like, like it takes almost zero effort in, especially in a small town, mm-hmm. you know, for somebody to get just fucking railroaded. Yeah. Well, well, there's. As it goes on, the this sheriff's department, like they specifically say, they are not supposed to have any role in anything. You know, they're like the other county takes over. They're they're completely absolved of doing anything. But somehow, members of that sheriff's department end up being all the ones who find all of the critical information, huh. like <laughs> like the car keys to her car that they find in his house on like the fifth or sixth search of the house, mm-hmm. you know, just stuff like that. Just circumstantially seems oh, shady. Surprise. We as found this hell. in your pocket. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's, you know, and it's also, this guy has like an 80 IQ and yeah, the that, other that's... person that's charged at the same time has like 70 IQ yet somehow they're able to scrub all traces of DNA evidence from oh, yeah. the house and blood and every, you know, it's like, there's a lot of stuff that just, 
when you look at it from that angle, it doesn't add up. And like I said, there's 200 hours of testimony, so you don't know for sure. But it also seems like reasonable doubt is a very difficult thing to prove in a court. For some reason, you would think it wouldn't be. Well, beyond beyond a reasonable doubt should be a very, like, should, it is a fairly liberal It's designed to be like, we are 100% sure that this person did it. Right. Like, that's really how it's designed. And it should be difficult to prove beyond a reasonable doubt. Yeah. And I think that's Um, what it's become is, you know, is it more than 50% reasonable doubt? You know, it kind of, yeah, it's, it's. An additional thing that I, that I hear as another takeaway is like, if you are poor and your case goes to trial and you're accused of murder, you're done. Yep. You are going to jail forever. Yep. And unless you have a, you know, benevolent angel donate a bunch mm-hmm. of money to get a decent attorney for you. Yeah. Well, because I'll say there are two cases. There are two defendants and they do give coverage to the second one, which is one of his cousins. Mm-hmm. And that guy who didn't have, who couldn't settle the whole, he basically, the, Stephen Avery pays for his lawyers by settling the case for the $36 million. Okay. So, because he's sitting in jail, so he settles the case, so he has the money to hire the best lawyers in Wisconsin. Who are those two awesome dudes? Okay. okay. His cousin does not have that money and gets the public defender. He didn't help a brother out? It's your cousin, man. He didn't have any money left. Oh. Those aren't the coolest dudes then. Yeah. They'd give him a twofer. Mm -hmm. But yeah, but, but what happens to that guy is almost like... That should have been the focus, almost, it feels like, because that even feels like an even grosser miscarriage of justice. But again, you know, we'll get hate mail about this because I'm saying that. A miscarriage of justice. (laughs) Yeah. But it's it's just really well done. It's fascinating. And I don't usually like courtroom stuff at all, but we basically marathon the damn thing in a weekend. You know, like I, I made a stop on Saturday night because it was like three in the morning. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, there are like three more episodes. We can't do this. <laughs> so, so it's, it's very compelling. And if you have Netflix, it's certainly worth watching. It's worth the 10 hours you'll spend on it, honestly. Okay. Good to know. It's a good segue into my, um, my announcement for my OJ Simpson trial rewatch podcast, which is debuting this summer. <laughs> Don't do that. Just watch the miniseries. <laughs> yeah, just, just watch. Just watch the John Travolta show. Oh my god, the commercials for that look so. Wait, is there a <laughs> yeah an OJ Simpson the trial? People versus OJ Simpson, American Crime Story. Oh my god, Cuba Gooding docu- Jr. is OJ Simpson. What? So yeah. it's like a docudrama? Yes. Holy fuck, I'm watching that. Yes. It looks is like it's on least... television or in a theater. Yeah, it's, it's on it's... FX. Yeah, it's on FX. Yes, it will be a. Th- <laughs> It'll it be looks a like serial theatrical release. <laughs> I'm so excited because it looks like the trashiest fucking thing ever. It looks ever. Like, like all the juicy looks... bullshit. I did not know that I was actually going to be even remotely topical with oh, that yeah. joke. You nailed fuck. it. Starts yeah. in like two weeks. It looks... Shit. Oh, it looks so bad. Yeah. Stay tuned but for it my... looks like it'll be entertaining as shit. Is, does Tina Fey get to play Marsha Clark? No. No, it's Sarah Paulson. Yeah, it's Sarah Paulson, yeah. Oh. Sarah Paulson. Like David, Sw- David Schwimmer's in it and... It's yeah. like everyone in it is somebody like the entire cast is like, holy shit. They they put together a cast here. I mean, fucking John Travolta doing a TV show. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's happened before. It, oh, she's going to make a good Marsha Clark. Oh. Yeah. Well, you put that dumb wig on anybody. Yeah. You put it on me and I would look like Marsha. She's Clark. got an intense face. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. So, yeah, that show is going to be good. So uh, is that our weird way to wrap this all up? Yeah. Yeah. We'll some- we'll. We'll get to your emails next week. Sorry, we're running late, guys. We watched a really cool movie. We had to talk yeah. about yeah. it. Yeah, we did. We had to talk a lot about it. <laughs> what? So. What? Yeah. What? 
network is that fucking thing gonna be FX. on? I'm, FX. FX. Fuck, they know. have FX. the movies. Yeah, they got the and American Crime Story. <laughs> and Always Sunny, still. That's on FX. That's, that's on... Oh, okay. As is All Archer. Of the X's. F Triple Rex. Yeah. <laughs> Triple F Rex. So. Man, yeah. that's exciting. Yeah, take that's... us home, BJ. Oh, I can do that. Oh, that kind of take... <laughs> okay. Uh, sorry. <laughs> so, uh, get in touch with us. Uh, go to the website, bmfcast.com. Look at the buttons on the right-hand side. That'll take you to all our social fun stuff. And it's also got our Amazon links where you can uh, shop and benefit us by doing shopping, which costs you nothing, but... Yeah, uh, we'll buy put... the things you were already going to buy. Yeah. Just go to our website first. We get a couple shekels out of it, mm-hmm. um, which is nice. Or you can uh, you can email us directly, bmf at bmfcast.com. We had some emails this week that we couldn't get to, but we'll be getting to them soon. And also give us a call on the Garfield phone, 9105-JAX-BMF or 9105-F6-9263. Leave a message. Keep them short and interesting. Because that's what we like. Like Chuck. Like Chuck. <laughs> hey, I got interesting out of that. There's I'll nothing, take it. There's nothing wrong with being short. You just <laughs> Short's a fact. We'll, Statistical fact. We will help you up. Help you up. We'll help yes, you please. out with the stuff on Give the top shelf. Give me an apple crate to stand on. <laughs> we will. Old apple crate Chuck. <laughs> Chuck, no apple crates. Yeah. What? <laughs> let's get out of here, shall we? Yeah, <laughs> let's. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Apple Crate Chuck. <laughs> and this is Bamfcast out.